rings of Saturn. Chuck! Sam? What the hell? The phone has been ringing for like two hours. And I'm working. Yeah, answering the phone is working. Chill out, mister. I'm going off the grid for a while. What, you lasted like two days? Yeah, well, things haven't worked out quite as I planned. <laughs> Being responsible for an entire summer camp, what could possibly go wrong? Oh, you have no idea. Uh, no, actually, you might have the exact idea, which is why I'm calling you, because everything started out so great. And now there's this crazed killer roaming the campground. Wait, really? Yes, Chuck, really. Everyone is dead, or almost everyone. Whoa, damn. I mean, that sometimes happens. Listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is episode 283. Welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast, where today we head out into the wilderness with our best buds, pop a tent, and rub some sticks together to keep warm under the romantic stars. In too much scream time. I'll give you some scream time. You gave me some this <laughs> weekend. <laughs> Got it. You get it? Because of sex? <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. I don't. I was drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's going on, guys? I am aroused. And I am also aroused. And I am also Jim. And I am. Jim Jr. <laughs> what is wrong with Cause you? Because I, I am what I eat. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the problem is you haven't eaten anything tonight. I and, haven't. No. And, and you already had a shot of whiskey and a beer. Yeah, running on an empty stomach here. But I'm not going to drink heavy tonight, so it is what it is. Mike called me six hours ago and says, hey, man, you want to get dinner before the show? And I was like, eh, I already ate and I got shit to do. And so then... you're also on an empty stomach because you ate six hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> and then he proceeded to not eat anything. <laughs> Because I wasn't getting dinner with him. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, so well, you gets, should have gotten dinner with me. So if things get fucky by the end of the night, then that's why. Super fucky. But also. That was, that's how we got into this mess, James. We discovered that. We got super fucky we got this weekend. super fucky. Um, anyway, though, yeah. Yeah, so we're back after a week off. Surprise. Uh, surprise. Surprise. Our episode's early. Is you know, it? I, I just put that in the ether. It's got to be now. Does it really? It's got to be. Oh, no. I'm not waiting until Monday. Okay. We, 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 um, we we took ourselves away from our adorning public this week. Her adorn, our, adorning, adorning, our adorning, adorning, our adorning public. Sorry, starting. Oh boy. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna give them a little something special, James. I'm gonna give them uh, maybe like a Friday night episode. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Isn't that what we didn't we used to release on Fridays? I can't even remember. No, we used to release on Sundays. We've been doing this show for so long. We were, we we were used to release on Sundays and then no, originally it was like Wednesdays. Well, we used to record on Wednesdays. Or did we release on Wednesdays? I, I, think, we, I think we released on Wednesdays originally, and then that moved to Sundays. If our if our listener could please let us know when, <laughs> when we used to release the shows. That no would be one, great. It's so sporadic now. <clears throat> no one knows. But um, so anyway, though, yeah. Yeah, so we're back after a week out, uh, week off. We went camping last weekend. We did. With some friends. We did. It was just the greatest of all the, times. The last night was the best night. <laughs> Much to many of the people that we were with uh, chagrin. <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> or dismay. Why? What was the last night? The gigantic thunderstorm that poured rain and we all had to set up and, or uh, pack up in the rain. Mm. I was fine with it. 
That wasn't so bad. It was the it was maybe one of the coolest thunderstorms I've ever been outside for though. That was the most like that. F- there was that first crack of thunder that it it's it. Ro- I, I didn't even know thunder could roll for that long. Oh, it was nuts. It, it was, was like it was like it was it like was, bowling alley thunder. It was like limp biscuit. It was so rolling. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, it went on forever, and I thought I was dreaming. I was like, "Fuck, th- thunder can't do that." It but if I, it, went, it went on forever, it was crazy. Well, we looked the we looked at the radar the night before it was supposed to rain because your your dad your your mom and dad who were up there camping as well. They're like, "Do you guys want to just like pack up tonight and then come back to our house and then you guys can leave in the morning so you're not packing up the rain." Immediately, we were like, no, fuck that. We're staying in the rain. But careful, you guys... Careful. That's my mom you're talking about. What I, what I say? Just be careful. Oh. Just watch what you say about my mom. She's a lovely, lovely, <laughs> lovely piece of meat. Yeah, okay. Um. Good. Put some respect we, on it. <laughs> but we were... But we were... But like, so me and uh, Kristen and uh, her sister-in-law, like, we were all going to be... We are all just staying there. We're just like, fuck it. If it rains, oh, it rains. Tough. We're no, fucking tough, dude. Hey, man. Go fuck yourself. No, I won't. Honestly. I, I happen to enjoy it, right? So we we thought some other people were going to leave, though. A couple other people were like really liking that idea. We thought you guys were going to, because I don't, I think Aaron kind of was leaning towards wanting to leave, too. Well, she 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 wasn't the one who had to pack up in the mud, so... Well, I, I, well fine. She was doing it for your benefit, then. <laughs> no, and I, I was like... I was I was fine either way. My parents were like... My parents were like, eh, we could. And I was like, well, there's beer there, and we'd be dry. But I'll do whatever everybody else wants to do. Well, the point is, though, I'm happy we stayed. Yeah. Because, like I said, 5 o'clock in the morning or 3 o'clock, whatever it was, yep. that first crack of thunder hit. And it was like it was like like earthquake sh- yeah. shaking. Like, yeah. The ground shook. It was crazy. It was really wild. We we both wake up, and I just look at her, and I go, oh, here we go. I'm like, I am so happy I put this tarp over my tent. <laughs> and we still flooded out a little bit, but... Did you? Um, not like flooded out, like the because my, my tent's fifteen years old, so even all the water, <laughs> even Piece all the, the waterproofing in the world doesn't do as much these days. Yeah. So like where the tarp, <clears throat> even though my tarp is gigantic, it, my tent's huge, so it doesn't cover completely any of the spots where like, the bottom was open. It did come through a little bit there. Like my um my duffel bag was completely wet. The my my other bag that was in there was wet, so I had to dry all that out when I got home. Oh, that sucks. But it was fine that we stayed dry. We I were, mean, we were good. I but. mean, that was all fine and good. Uh, Mike did almost ruin the trip because he had the audacity to make coffee in his own coffee maker <sighs> and almost ruined the fucking with, trip with with him. the wrong coffee. What an asshole, dude. Honestly, though, fuck you. That was <laughs> that was sorry. a huge dick move. I'm I'm sorry. I I, I didn't realize that that was going to be such how a, how a dare you tumultuous thing to do. How dare you? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ruin the trip. <laughs> yeah, we we almost lost friends over a pot of coffee. It was one of the most ridiculous things I've ever witnessed, and yeah, uh, yeah. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I'll fucking I'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I'm not going to any lessons. Apparently, stepping in front of somebody to not get them to walk away, and them and then them walking into you is you pushing them as well. Oh yeah, that's that's another thing. That was fun. <laughs> it was a fun day, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate our friends. <laughs> Samesies. Hello. Hello. Hey, that's a naked girl. Hello. <laughs> We're watching The Toolbox Murders, a movie that uh, I've actually never seen before. So far, I, I, I so don't far, think... So far, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen it either, and so far, it's it's literally just uh, murder and nudity. What else do you need in this world? Like, pretty much all pretty much all a movie like this should be. It's pretty so. much Fox News. <laughs> murder and nudity. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's what we did this weekend. I love and, seeing uh, that. What's his name? Glenn Beck. <laughs> Not Glenn Beck. John O'Reilly. No. Who's Bill O'Reilly. Is, no, <laughs> um, the, the guy. Uh, Tucker Carlson. D- oh, yeah. Well, Look. he tucks it, so you're not going to see anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why they call him Tucker. <laughs> oh, um, boy. But, uh, but yeah, no, uh, that's what we did this weekend. So, little, uh, we didn't really give any warning for not doing an episode. So, sorry about that. Yeah. Usually, hey. usually we give a little more uh, announcement that there's not going to be an episode. Hey, you got a problem with it? Go fuck yourself. Because no, uh, every once in a while, we can do whatever we want. The fine, fine folks over at the uh, the Bloody Good Film Podcast. Oh, these uh, assholes Talking again. about Jesse, of course. Sure. Um, decided to put up, you know, it's like, since we didn't put an episode up, listen to... Listen to the episode that that we were on with them, right? So they use that as a way to cheaply pop their own past episode because of us. And you know what I fucking did to them? Yeah. I listened to it again. Did you? I did. And? I came to the conclusion, that is the best damn episode they've ever done. Oh. You know why? Because we didn't let them talk at all. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, haven't we done... We've done two now, right? Yeah, we listened and to... And we didn't let them talk on either one either of them. Either one of them, yeah. So but those the are the best episode, two. The Fortress episode, the first one was worse. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, fun times. Yeah, fun times. Anything else going on this week? No. Not what? No. Uh, I'm leaving again. No, yeah. Sometime. I don't even... I can't, I can't even keep it straight, dude. We're, I, my we're... whole... My whole August is fucked. Like yeah. I'm gone. I'm gone every other day somewhere. So who knows? Yep. We're I not going to be uh, recording on a Friday night for the next like month and a half. What is today even? Thursday. Today's Thursday. Today is Thursday. Okay. So next week I'll be gone, and then the following weekend I'll be gone. So like, I don't know. We got to figure out when we're recording. I think we've already figured it out, but I can't remember right now because I've also been drinking whiskey. We have. But um, yeah, we figured that out. We're still gonna get you those episodes. Well, we're recording. We're recording a week from today. Yes. Yes. Sure. With, with the oh. gentleman from the Bloody Good Film Podcast for our show, though. For our show, yes. So it's gonna be because, the worst episode we've ever done. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's also gonna be the worst episode that we've ever done because not only is it on my actual birthday, this is how I'm celebrating my birthday this year with you. This fucking asshole right here. And those fucking assholes. Dude, I've done our show on my actual birthday. Yeah. Like three years. And how much has it sucked? I think it's been pretty nice. <laughs> oh. I like hanging out with <laughs> I like hanging out with you on my birthday, you oh. prick. Oh, well, in that case, it'll be pretty cool. Minus <laughs> minus uh oh, oh, we minus have to, Josh. We have to deal with them. But, yeah. Well, Josh yeah. Like said Josh oh, is Jess invited. Is all right. Jess Josh is cool. though ruins everything. Fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. He's like a Josh is like the best case of crabs it still sucks <laughs> you know like like even if it's a good case it still sucks what hold on <laughs> what is there a is there a best case scenario with crabs i don't oh well, well, yeah sometimes you get like meaty crabs which are succulent and delicious gross, and sometimes dude. you get crappy crabs are you talking i can't i don't even know what you're talking about anymore this is gross and i want to move on i'm a, i'm equating josh <clears throat> to a case of crabs that's all Okay. That's that. That's all he needs. To know. I'm, I'm back you with you. Know. Yeah, I'm back yeah. with you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but we um, we'll just put this on on Front Street because I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. This is I don't know what this is. We're doing my movie next week. Oh yeah, a movie that I am. Two of them. No, just one. I think oh. we're, I think we're just doing the one. We can do two if you want. I wanted to do Tiki oh. Tiki oh. Dude Stole My Soul. Oh oh. 
Is there a way oh. to get? Is there a way to get them a? a I don't think I'm gonna so. use cool. I'm gonna use cool guy lingo. Is there a way to get them a screener? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Tiki dude no. stole. I, I thought, thought it was on. I thought it was on the YouTube. I thought you were talking about the first zombie apocalypse. No, oh, fuck that. Yeah, I agree. I don't fuck, give a shit about fuck that. Vito in the movie he stars in. Um, I love Vito, but <laughs> fuck him. I mean, no, Ooh, I. No, thought, we're not. We're well, not, he's also uh, in Tiki dude, isn't he? He is. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Or think... we could do Veto power. Oh. oh. <gasps> That is action. With a surprise appearance from Vito Power That is an himself. action movie, and they're an action podcast. Yeah, dude. Ooh. So do one horror, do one action. Action we'll horror. See. We'll, 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 we'll figure this out. Right? Probably not, but we'll figure it out. Uh, but next week, we are going to just completely destroy this movie that I had such a blast making, and it's every kind of good, bad, and bad, bad you can possibly imagine. So um, a, I'm excited for it. What is the likelihood of getting a surprise appearance by Johnny Jell? I think he's dead. Is he dead? <laughs> he might be dead. Oh. I mean, just knowing him, he's probably dead. Oh, really? I thought yeah. he was pretty straight-laced. No. No, he got booted out of the... Uh, we'll talk about this, I'm sure, next week. He got booted out of like the local film industry. Like, Why? The, because he's a fucking creep. But he was so, <laughs> but he was so, so, so talented. Uh, oh, is he I a creep? Oh, is he like cre- like creep? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, there's stories. Oh, I got to find out if I can tell certain stories before I tell them. So I'll... no, you don't. No, I do. I do. I'll tell really? you. Really? Yeah, I do. You have to give permission. Yeah, because it has to do with people we know and love. Oh, so yes. Well, can't you change the names to protect the victims? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it has to do with Rito. This guy named Rito. Oh. <laughs> Rito Flower. Rito Flower. Oh, Rito pretty, Flower. It's a pretty name. <laughs> Cheeto, Cheeto sour. Cheeto. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Holy shit. yeah, let's. Uh, uh, so let's that's move what on. you. That's what you got coming up, though. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it's been two weeks. I don't remember where we go from here. Let's get into some corrections from last week. Very good, sir. <laughs> stupid! You're so stupid! Well, James, I listened to the entire last episode. Didn't take any notes. Listened to exactly. Five minutes of the episode on the way over here. Already got two corrections. So well, that's good because I listened to exactly zero seconds of the last episode. I'm going to assume there's a lot more corrections in here that I'm just going to uh, let pass this week. But I don't even remember what we talked about two weeks ago. <laughs> uh, we talked a lot about Quiznos, which is uh, which it is, Quiznos sucks. Which is, which is why my first correction has to do with Quidno, uh, Quiznos. Qu- Quiznos. There are actually Quiznos around here still. Around so, here? Yeah. There's one in Farmington Hills. There's one in Wayne. And there's one somewhere else. Uh, really? But yeah, they're probably franchise or not uh, individual like stores, not franchise. So you did a correction to see if you could find out if there was still Quiznos around here. Yeah. And there's three. Yeah. And you couldn't f- come up with the three locations. No, I didn't write it down. Okay. Yeah. That's, anyway, though, uh, the state with the most number of Quiznos left is California with 20 locations. Where? Uh, California. 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 Uh, which, at 20 locations, makes up 11% of all the locations in America. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I went deep on this one. Amazing. But apparently, they, uh, they're they still around, but just not the way they were franchised out before. Hey, you want to you wanna fucking bump your numbers up and have people start eating at your restaurant again? Yeah. Bring back the stupid, <laughs> bring back those those commercials. Yeah, I would I would drive to Farmington Hills to get a Quiznos sub if I saw one of those commercials tomorrow. Absolutely. I might still tomorrow Absolutely. just because you mentioned it. And bring me one. I like Quiznos subs. You told me last I think, week I know. you didn't like them. 
That I didn't like yeah. him? You literally said last week, you're like, yeah, I never really, I was never really a big fan of him. <laughs> it's literally what you said last week. No, it's not, is yes, it? it is. I said I don't think I was a huge, like a... A huge fan of them, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I would eat one still, though. I'll eat anybody's subs. I'll even eat Jimmy John's, even though that guy likes to kill elephants and shit. Fuck Jimmy John's. Yeah. All right, anyway, though. Because um, fuck about an elephant. The life Mike. expectancy in Eastland is uh, 82 years old, James. So they're doing better than us. Didn't, we I, seven didn't I say what the life expectancy no, was? No, no, you said Oh, I said what the life expectancy here. in, in uh, yeah. this place was. So they got four more years on us over there. That's yeah, what that's what uh, carbon neutral footprint does for you. Gives you four years. Eh, is it is it that or is it just that like there's like five people that live in Eastland, right? Could be. It's it's, it's probably it's entirely that. possible. <laughs> I think it. I think it has to do if with like those, averaging stuff out. And if one of those five people live to be like a hundred, their average goes right. Way their up. average shoots, through, but if only one of them lives to be thirty, then their average goes way mm, way down. That's true. So, that's true. Okay. A lot of, lot of. Uh, I don't know, it's what, a lot of moving parts. What are what, what big predators do they have in Eastland? Eastland uh, walruses, Sam squanch. <laughs> I'd imagine. Yeah, probably. Well, it'd be the yeti. The yeti. It? I mean, the yam, the yam squanch. The yam squanch. Um, other oh trolls. No tr- oh, oh yes. no, that's Norway. Yeah, well, close enough though. Yeah, they go on vacation too. <laughs> sure, close <laughs> enough. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Anyway, though, that's uh, that's all I got. So. Okay, cool. I have nothing. Like I said, obviously, because I didn't listen to the episode. So moving on to what we're talking about this week, and this week we are talking about. Well, we went camping, so we thought it only necessary to watch some camping movies. Yeah, and it turns out that these two camping movies, despite being very different. In their overall ish, yeah, feel and messaging and everything, they both have something very similar in common, which is the people who uh, head off to these camps make it a point to get rid of the cell phones, get rid yeah. of the tech, get rid of the technology. So I was watching what the, what the fuck was I watching today? There was a um, another movie I was watching either the beginning of or the trailer for or something, and it was another camp movie, and. The exact same scene of when they, when they when they get to camp, they have to turn on their cell phones. It's like because that's such a crutch now. Like it's a it's un, it's not believable in this day and age that people just wouldn't have their cell phones. So they make it a point now in all these newer movies to show them getting rid of their cell phones. But it's actually a it's actually a thing now, though. Really? Like, well, I yeah. Would I mean, never, like, I like, would look never when, give somebody my phone. Look, when Aaron and I went to uh, the Jack White concert. Yeah. We had to get rid of our phones. No, they gave you a bag. You still we had still it on had you. it on us, but we couldn't access it. And I bet you, I bet you, if I was, but it, out, but it makes, it makes woods, perfect sense. It makes perfect sense if you're going to a summer camp. Well, especially in in uh, in um, nobody's. What the hell's the name of the movie? Nobody sleeps in the woods hmm. tonight. Is that what it's called? Hmm? Nobody sleeps in the, in the woods, woods tonight. tonight. Yeah. It's a long title. Especially with that one because it's specifically a camp for kids who are addicted to technology. Sure, sure. And then it makes sense in the other movie too because it's the whole the whole premise is you come to summer camp to enjoy summer camp and get uh, tuned in with nature again. So get rid of your cell phone. Sure, no, no, I get that. I mean? My point is though is like I I would not. As an adult, at least, I would never give no a as phone an because all the camp counselors did too. Though we're getting ahead of ourselves, yeah. Um, but I, I just for the record, I would. Oh, I wouldn't. Why? Because what if you need your phone? 
What what if you what if you need to call for help because there's a crazy killer on the loose? We went years and years without cell phones. Yeah, and everything was fine. And look how many of us died, James. There's only two of us left. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So, if you can't tell, we talked about nobody sleeps in the woods tonight, and then the other movie that we talked about was um. You might be the killer. You might be the killer. Both long titles that I couldn't remember. Yeah, really. They I, both are very long titles this week. And I uh and I didn't write them down because I. I'm a piece of shit. And one of them, I have no idea what it was even about because it wasn't even in English. I was just looking at the pictures. Yeah, same. I got a pretty I good idea. T- I could have turned on captions, but I figured... And, I, and my Polish is rusty at best. I am a so. Polak, so I mean... I, yeah, I, so I, am I. But... I should have understood my people, <clears throat> but I didn't. Tucked into the bluffs. <laughs> what? Okay, so the beer, the beer that is going with the movies this week is from... Toppling Goliath Brewing Company. This That's is a fun. new one for us. We've one. never had one. I I don't. Not only have we never had one on the show, I've never had a Toppling Goliath Brewing Company beer in my entire life. I mean, I am a Goliath on top sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I can attest to that. <laughs> um, pretty cool. Yeah. So it's it is exactly what it looks like. It's a there's a there's a little silhouette of David with his mm-hmm. sling. About to throw that fucking stone right at Goliath and mm-hmm. topple that motherfucker. Um, this is Camp Shandy Shore. Shandy Shore. Camp Shandy Shore. Camp Shandy Shore lemon malt beverage with natural flavor. Oh, it's a malt beverage, malt is it, Michael? Oh, Vito have. Uh... Yikes! <laughs> Do you remember that story about Vito? Oh, <laughs> vaguely. The very first beer, or not even beer, the very first alcoholic <laughs> drink that he ever ordered. It's my favorite story ever. Oh, do you have it's any malt? Was it? Do you have any malt beverage? No. It's like, do you have any Schmirnoff malt beverage? Schmirnoff <laughs> malt beverage. Oh, because he's the only person in the world that ordered a Schmirnoff ice in a bar. God, he's a fucking <laughs> national treasure, isn't he? All right. So, sun on your skin, fresh air, and a crisp beer in hand. Camp Shandy Shore lemon beer. Is the perfect addition to all of your summer plans. Unfiltered beer. Sediment is normal, by the way. Uh, And this is a... Very lemony. Well, yeah, it's a a Shandy Shore lemon beer. uh, I like it. This comes from... Oh, it's brewed in beautiful Decorah, Iowa. Ooh. You know what else else comes from Iowa? Yeah, I do. What? Fucking Fucking Slipknot. Slipknot, (laughs) nothing else. (laughs) Oh, and goats, I'm assuming, because there's a goat on the the cover of Iowa. But not exclusively from Iowa. Let's learn a little bit more about Toppling Goliath Brewing Company, because I I don't know anything about them. Tucked into the bluffs of beautiful Decorah, Iowa, Toppling Goliath... Toppling Goliath was founded in 2009 and has been working ever since to create truly sh- top shelf beer. Truly shit. I was about beer. to say shop telf. <laughs> top shelf beer. Now world renowned for our IPAs and barrel aged stouts, we are honored to be supported by so many beer lovers. Cheers from the Toppling Goliath team. Right on. Good thing we're not drinking either of those. Yeah, so we'll see yeah. how their, we'll see how their shandies go. <laughs> Uh, we're world-renowned for our IPAs and our barrel-aged stouts, and the rest is sort of, eh, yeah, you know, yeah. it's just bleh, whatever. All right, I got to crack this. For did the, you pour it? I I did. I have the, too much. Should I try and... Chug, chug, Should I chug, chug that? All right, chug. talk amongst yourself for a second. Chug, 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 Come on, chug, you can figure chug, something out to chug, talk about. Chug, I've been fucking chug, talking for five chug. minutes straight. You can talk about something. Uh, Go. Okay, uh, what does the fox say? Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> 
You're a piece of shit, dude. <laughs> I'm almost there, though. All right. I'm going to bubble your twat. <laughs> God, I fucking hate you. Oh man, I wish I wish we would have been recording during that. Oh, it was way better the first time around. There was a scene that we were watching in the Toolbox Murders, and Mike just dropped a fucking, just Science. an absolute bomb. <laughs> anyway, all right, James. But you... uh, that's a story for another time. Yep. Um, all right, so let me pour this real quick. I'm pouring it. Is it? Did you notice a lot of sediment in it? No, none actually. So that's probably good. Oh, it is very lemony. It, that's what I'm saying. That's the stench. It's right. very lemony. Cheers to you, bud. Smells like oh, a pair a of reach. old underpants. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Lemon pledge underpants. Like your grandma was cleaning the the the. Ooh. That's rice. <laughs> I like That's it. rice. I like it. Like your grandma was uh, <laughs> cleaning the fucking. Can you please stop talking about my grandmother while I'm trying to taste? <laughs> no, she's like she was like cleaning with lemon pledge, but she didn't have a rag, so she just used her underwear. <laughs> Squeaky clean that grandma mm. was. Um, yeah, this is good. This is it's not very shandy ee though. Like you're, you're right, is, it's not very shandy ee. <laughs> this it tastes more like just a lemon ale. It tastes like a beer mixed with lemonade. Yeah. Well, that's which what is sh- what shandy is. No, no, not not with lemonade, the, just with lemon. Like I'm not getting the sweetness that you get from a lot of shandies out of this. It's very like it tastes like um strows with lemon in it. Strows, you think? Hmm. Is that what it is? I think it's Strohs. No, I guess there's a lot of sweetness in it. I don't know. It brings the sweetness. It's got that sweetness. It does. It just doesn't. It just doesn't taste like regular shandy to me. No. It tastes better. It tastes like quite a, frankly. It tastes like a stomach ache. Quite frankly, <laughs> it's very. It's sweet. It's very it sweet. Is, it is sweet. I could I, actually. I could actually throw some ice in this. To be I honest actually with you. don't know how I didn't think that was sweet at first. I could throw ice in this know. and be and be perfectly content. Yeah. Do you know that? Do I, you know I, that? I do now. Yeah. All right. You can just mix another one of these in with it. That'll that should do it. That's it's good. It's not great. Like I've had, I've had shandies that I like much more than this before. Sure. But it is good. You like it overall? Yeah, I, I like it. Um, apparently, though, now we know why they're more known for their IPAs and their stouts. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to. I'd like to check out. If you can find uh, something that would go along with a future episode, yeah, I'd like to try something else from yeah, them, if they, especially one of their world-renowned beers. I think this was the only thing <laughs> because, I saw on because the shelf. We'll be the judge of that. I think this is the only thing I saw on the shelf from them, so I don't know how much else is here. But I think you could talk to your boys. Oh yeah, probably. At Canteen, if you ask for something, do they immediately stock it? Um, sometimes <clears throat> it depends. Because these dudes down here at Mega Valley. I went in there looking for something the other day, and they didn't have it. And they go, and he immediately, uh, I think uh, Harry calls down to his son. He goes, "Hey, hey, uh, take take this take this down." <laughs> he says, uh, "Fuck, what, what the hell it. was it?" He's like, "Make sure we order this on the next shipment." And it's like the next week it was there. Sure, like they were fuck, like they'll buy just a case of a beer that you want if you're just one random schmuck. Who sure. comes in and says, "Hey, I'd like this beer," and they'll just they'll stop. The problem it. is if they start doing that for everybody though, and then that beer doesn't sell, they're gonna stop doing. Well, it. I mean, I'm like a fucking uh, preferred customer, you know, because I'm in there pretty often. That's fair. So maybe that's what it is. But you're in you're in canteen all the time. 
Yep. So you'd think that they would stock whatever the fuck. Oh, you they want. do. They've gotten stuff from me before. Well, that's cool. Problem is, for the show, I'm only going in there. I'm usually only going in there the day of, so there's yeah. no planning involved. You, know? you used to go there a lot more, though. Well, because yeah, I lived around the corner. Well, I no longer do. So they know Seriously. you. My point is, they know you. They know you. All right. Um. So it is time for everybody's favorite segment of the show, which is the part where we do six or seven shots and we watch a trailer. And then we do six or seven more shots, and then we discuss that trailer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's called Trailer Trashed, and we're about to do it right now. And here's the theme music. All right, James, uh, continuing with our tradition from two weeks ago, we got a two-banger this week. Oh, a two-banger. Because one of them we can't not watch, and the other one is uh, a fun new trailer. Love a good two-banger. So All there right. you go. Cool. Who, who doesn't love a good two-banger? Come on. All now. right. Come on now. Um, But the first I'd, one... I'd, I'd even do a three-banger every once in a while. That's fair. The three-bang day. <laughs> 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 All right, go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, first one that we are doing this week is for a movie called House of Darkness. Okay. Have you heard of this before? No, I haven't. All right. That's what I like to hear. Let me get the screen over so you can actually see it. Um, okay. I don't have any other lead up for this. This is uh, this is for a movie called House of Darkness. House of Dankness. A uh, like, couple, right? couple of, uh, couple of uh, familiar faces in it. Okay. Yeah, you'll oh. like it. Okay. Uh, and apparently, you know what? I'll, I'll say this. I, I do know something about it, but I'm going to save it, though. So here you go. This yeah, don't is, spoil anything for me. This is House of Darkness. Wait, nope. you're you're yep. you're yep. one. Fuck that right up. I was gonna say you're three quarters of the way through <laughs> the trailer, dude. <laughs> Round two. Here we go. Uh, House of Darkness trailer. Wait, I see that Justin Long is in it and Kate Bosworth. <laughs> you should you should think about this. It's YouTube. And have it I ready can't to control go. that. If you would have okay. I maybe, saw Justin maybe. Long sitting there anyway. Perhaps if you didn't know how to fucking read. Hold on a second. Is this? Are they releasing? Listen. Hear me out. Never mind. I'm, no, no, no. I'll talk about it afterward. What? Justin Long in a movie called House of Darkness and that fucking uh, Barbarian movie, which also looks like it stars Justin Long. What if they're like, what if one is a sequel to the other and they're releasing them at the same time? That would be a fucking dope show. Right? That would be sweet. Dope show. <laughs> it would be cool, right? Yes, dope show. Releasing them at the same time and, and like weaving the stories in and out mm-hmm. without telling anybody. And then people in the know would be like, hold a fucking second. They, yeah. Man, we're onto something here. So I've already decided in my head that this is a sequel. Well, it's, it's technically something else, but. No, it's not. But okay, here we go. Uh, for the second time, uh, this is House of Darkness. Okay. Rated R. I'm already in. Why doesn't he age at all? But she does. <laughs> yeah. I think she's a babe. Yeah, she is. What? 
That's the right answer. Not right now, I'm not. Not at the moment. <laughs> the fuck? Man, the quality on this is kind of shit, huh? It's it's your connection. <laughs> is this uh, Dracula's Brides? Oh. Okay. Is this like a... Oh, now the quality comes back. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> right at the end. So... How about a little high def there? Is this like an origin it. story you of Dracula? So or this is a take on the classic Dracula story. So yes. that's supposed to be Dracula's Brides. No, I don't think this... I, I don't know, right? The way that I'm taking it, just from the descriptions that I've read, yeah. is that she's basically playing the Dracula character, and maybe there are brides, which makes it so much hotter than watching Gary Oldman. But um, I think that's the idea of it, is that she's actually the Dracula character, and like, the whole thing is the same thing, because it's 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 the the mansion in the woods, you know, See, castle, the brides. It's, it hits all the same beats. Oh, I don't know, dude. I think it looks great. Well, so hold on. In... Uh... In terms of Bram Stoker's Dracula and uh, Dracula's brides, did he sire those three brides? Do we know that for sure? You know what? I have never read the original Dracula story. I've never read Bram Stoker's Dracula. It's on my list. To I have. Do so. It was. I. I. Well, I listened to it on YouTube before Audible <laughs> was a thing. Um, Look at you, fancy pants. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't remember if that's if that's even mentioned. Like if. If he sired, those I know three the brides. brides are there. I know that the brides are there in the original story because that's where that all comes from. But yeah, because they lure him in, mm-hmm. and they're obviously, I, this you know they're obviously vampires. Yeah, they're about to t- turn him. Mm-hmm. What if this is the origin story of Dracula? Mm-hmm. Because he says he says uh, something about at the end he says something about all of this coming to an end. She says, "Who said anything about this ending?" Well, yeah, because vampires. But he's gonna she's going to turn him. But what if it's the origin story of, of Dracula? Wait, so wait, wait. What you're saying here is that Justin Long is Dracula? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, wow, that casting amazing. <laughs> so what? Uh, th- that's what I'm saying. Like, what if? What if? It's a different take, right? So like, what if? What if Dracula didn't sire those three three brides? Sure. What if the brides actually sired him? And it would totally. It, it, it's I mean, definitely like a very. It, it's like a. It'd be a different take on it, but I mean, fuck, well, why th- not? Well, think about too, like. Uh, th- in this day and age, like with messaging, you know, want in in films wanting to lean more toward a, uh, you know, like powerful female messaging and stuff sure, like that. Sure. Instead of Dracula being the patriarch who sired these three brides, why not have the three like brides? They're, they're really pulling the yeah. The three brides else, are yeah. these like three badass vampires, and they just pick the guy 
that they want they want to okay. sire and they turn him into Dracula. I like that idea. I do like that idea. Here's an alt for you. Sure. What if the brides are just fucking with some dude while Dracula is out of town? Yeah, that's and possible. The too. The, and at the end of the movie, Dracula comes back. Who are you casting as Dracula? Nick Cage. No. Obviously. Well, he's already Dracula. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 you can't. Yeah, so why not why not cross the streams? Like you bring Nick Cage back in from the Renfield movie and he comes in and he's like who is this? I have a what is he doing here? I have a different take because I feel like I feel like a version of Justin Long playing opposite of this person would be great, and then seeing this person as Dracula would be also great. John Malkovich. Oh, ooh, that would be great. <laughs> I'm just gonna go Ron Perlman <laughs> as <What>? Dracula. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just think it would be funny. <laughs> Let's hold on. Let's lay all the cards out on the table. Yeah. Ron Perlman, as much as I love him, is a shit actor. Oh, of course he is. <laughs> of course he is. Right? But that's why he's good, though. You you expect that Ron Perlman character. I guess. In dude. what in whatever it is that he does. But he can't. He, like him as Hellboy, fantastic. Yeah, him as because Hellboy. Hellboy is Ron Perlman. Yeah, him as Hellboy and him as fucking Clay Morrow in, in mm-hmm. Sons of Anarchy. It's perfect. It sure. Was, that's what he was made for. But like, that's kind of where it ends. Other than that. <laughs> Other than that, Ron Perlman. Career, career over. And if you're listening, Ron, I do love you, but come on, dude. You know you know how good of an actor you are. Um it's, He's actually played a vampire before. Was he in Blade? Was he oh well see, okay, but that's okay, different. I didn't like that. a comic like a fucking comic book type yeah. vampire. Yeah, okay, he fine. could play okay, one fine. of those. New, new but choice, like the ro- like Dracula, Dracula's romantic. You, yeah. I don't want to see or even think about Ron Perlman being romantic that's fucking <laughs> gross dude okay fine fine then with that in mind i have a new choice okay willem dafoe well willem dafoe already played nosferatu well, hi, so my name is dracula <laughs> no and also that was the worst willem dafoe <laughs> it was terrible what was that i was trying i was trying to uh mimic him at the end of boondock saints when he's being very oh. effeminate <laughs> it sounded more like, I feel like that's how he would play dracula <laughs> No, that's that's terrible. No. All right. Well, anyway, though, I think that looks cool, though. I think I it looks, like, yeah, it I looks cool. It, I like Justin Long a lot. I think uh, that movie also looks a lot like Tusk. Dude, that's, I was getting Tusk, Tusk vibes to begin with because, yeah. and I almost said it, I was like, oh, is this a fucking Tusk knockoff? Because a, a rich person bringing a yep. just, well, Justin Long of all people mm-hmm. into their, and then like being shadowy and, and mysterious uh-huh, and uh-huh. next thing you know i, think I mean it's similar though because at the end of tusk he ends up with two giant fangs very true what if dracula is a walrus and this is a tusk prequel <laughs> <laughs> okay let's wal- move wal- on walracula <laughs> <laughs> all right anyway though um so that is um house of darkness moving on because we can't not do it james we have to react to the Halloween Ends trailer. Oh. We can't not do it. I, know I actually, you, I actually have, not, have not watched this yet. <laughs> what? I'm going to lie and say that I haven't watched this yet because oh, I, so you're I figured you wanted to do this. Yeah, I, I just said that I'm lying. Catch okay. up. Catch yeah. up. <laughs> I'm going to lie and say that I haven't watched this because I knew that you wanted to do this for Trailer Trash. That's fair. I mean, it, you had to, right? How could we leave this on the table? Right. And that's obviously the reason that I haven't watched this yet. Oh, I get it now. Okay. The real reason is that uh, it came out, what, like a week ago? And I forgot to watch it that day. 
and then I have. Oh, just, so you've not actually seen this? I have not seen this. Oh no. shit! Okay, that makes me very excited. Then. Yeah. Well, here we go. Then I get the actual first, uh, the yeah. first impression. Yeah. Fuck. All right, I'm into it. All right, here we go. go. This is Halloween ends. Oh, I'm in so far. I love the fact that it takes place on Halloween. That's mm. really cool. <laughs> Walking really fast. Maybe he's got some new Nike Airs on. (laughs) Fucking Reebok pumps, dude. Oh, shit. Ah! Oh no. <clears throat> yeah. There's a lot to take in all at once. I know. Um, Michael Myers is domesticated using a fucking. Uh, <laughs> he knows how to use a fucking <laughs> incinerator. Which would he? How old is it? How old is a fucking gar- garbage disposal? How old? I How old? Know. Like when's when? That one maybe he's been installed for ten years. When did, I don't no, know. when did that become a thing, though? Oh, um, I don't know. They've been around for a while. Have they? I mean, he's been I locked mean, up I, though forever. So yeah, is it like I, that's my point. It's like, would he know how to use a garbage disposal? That's a that's a, that's a very good question. <laughs> Especially growing up in the household that Plot he was in. It's not like he, yeah, yeah. Well, I I I can see like where in Halloween and Halloween kills. Well, he's walking through the maybe, houses maybe of these while, people, while like he just them, sort of, he's, yeah, he's, he's fucking, picked it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I meant that's a lot to take in because it's that whole trailer is just really quick cuts of yeah. fight scenes. Sure, sure. It makes the movie look like it's going to be one giant fight scene. That this this tr- this trailer for as quick as it is, like this is almost like a it's in between a teaser and like an actual trailer to me. Um, it's like but, an it's like an amuse bouche. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Whatever that means, um, it's like I the, it's feel the, like it's the it's the it it's it gives you just the taste of what it's gonna be like. Oh, so it's just the tip. The amuse bouche is like the is is like the um, at the beginning of a meal where they they bring out some some. <laughs> do you, never mind. <laughs> I'm never gonna be rich enough to go to a fancy restaurant where they have the amuse bouche. The amuse bouche. <laughs> it's like where they bring out like little like it's like the like, like small. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> it's like they bring out small samples that give you a, a little taste of like what's to come. Like oh. the, uh, it just gives you like a it gives you a, an idea of what the meal's gonna be. So it's a sampler tray. I've had lots of those at Applebee's. Sure. Okay. Yeah, if you're a piece of shit, you call it a sampler <laughs> tray. <laughs> The shoe fits. Um, no, I think just based purely on that trailer, though. Yeah, I'm gonna like this more than Halloween. Uh, uh, Halloween fucking Halloween kills kills. Yeah. yeah. Well, you fucking well, you hated the, Halloween but that's kills. Thing. The fact though that it's Laurie Strode back in the spotlight instantly makes me like it more. 
like instantly. Just, yeah, just because it's that story. Well, and also the fact that she says, "Come and get me, motherfucker." She said a naughty word in the trailer. You can't do that. It's red band, baby. You do whatever you want. Now, why couldn't they show a tra- trailer like that at a rated R movie theater? Can they show red band trailers in theaters? I don't think I've ever seen one. I don't think so. Why couldn't you though? If you're going to a rated R movie. What's I don't know. Maybe they just assume that bad parents are taking their kids to see the, rated R films. But they're already they're going to see a movie that probably has titties in it in this day and age. Probably dick. You know, like they're already going to see it. What's a bad word? Yeah. You know. What's a like if you're getting an eyeful of pipe? What's a bad word here and there? Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. An eyeful of fucking. If the pipe fits. Six foot, six foot tall pipe. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's a good point, though. They don't play red band trailers no, at, mov- at movie typically. theaters. I don't think I've ever seen one. Yeah, it's fuck- It's some legal bullshit, I'm sure. It's stupid. But whatever. Um, anyway, though, yeah, I think it looks amazing. I think Michael Myers looks great, uh, as always. I think Laurie Strode, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis looks amazing, as always. Whatever this um, different direction that John Carpenter was talking about with this movie, however they end the series, maybe they, maybe there's no resolution Maybe that's the maybe that's what he means by it takes it in a different direction. You know, it's it's just you think it ends, but it doesn't. Oh. It's called Halloween ends, yeah. but it doesn't. What a twist if it doesn't end. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe the night's over, or it's not Halloween anymore. <laughs> Halloween ends directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Here's the twist. twist. Halloween doesn't end. Yeah. Wow. That's deep. No, no, his twist is that the mask would come off and he's actually Cupid and it's a Valentine's Day movie. Oh, wow. That's the twist. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, though, uh, that's uh, Halloween Ends. It's weird to think that we were covering the news when David Gordon Green was just announced to take over the series. Mm-hmm. And we had heard about, oh, it's going to be a trilogy. And then we heard Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. And we're like, that's <clears> a really <throat> shitty name, blah, blah. And, they, and when we were talking about it on the news before, it felt so far away. Mm-hmm. Like, it felt like we were never going to get there. And mm-hmm. here we are. We have now the trailer for the very the last one in the series. Like I said. It's bizar- kind of bizarre how like long said, we've been doing this. earlier in this episode, we've been doing this show for a long time. We have been. It's weird. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, though, I'm I'm beyond pumped for it. Um, yeah, that's, I'm stoked. That's a day I, one I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how it's all going to wrap up. And uh, is, it gonna, is it really going to wrap up? Is somebody going to take up the torch afterward? Probably. Who knows? Probably, right? I hope they unmask him and he's just like a dude with duct tape over his mouth. And, and the other dude's like, I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you. <laughs> if it weren't for you meddling kids. kids and your dog. <laughs> um, anyway, though, that's Trailer Trash, James. Right on. Uh, well, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. That was Trailer Trash. So let's get into the Bleed Feed. The Bleed Feed. Well, James, another couple of weeks, another couple of deaths. Unfortunately, oh big ones too, man. Big bangers this week, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So first off, kind of disrespectful to (laughs) call somebody's death a big banger, but (laughs) well, it is what it is. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Rest in peace this week to uh, Paul Servino. 
Damn. That was dude. a big one. Uh, 83 years old. They say that he died of natural causes, which is always the best way that you can go. Uh, Servino was likely best known as Pauly in Scorsese's uh, Goodfellas. I don't know why my autocorrect, uh, autocorrected Scorsese to Sorceress, but that's pretty awesome. Sorceress? Sorceress. Hmm. Martin Sorceress. Martin Sorceress. Sorceress. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, he was Polly in Goodfellas, uh, which is probably where he was best known from in terms of a mainstream audience, maybe. I mean, yeah. He was in so many damn movies. Yeah, that's the thing, though. It's it's hard to say that. But to us horror fans, uh, Servino graced us with his presence in a slew of films, including Chiller, The Stuff, uh, the classic Jersey Shore Shark Attack, uh, and Darren Lynn Bowsman's musical trifecta of the two Devil's Carnival's movies and one of my personal favorite movies of all time, Repo, The Genetic Opera. Uh, Rati Largo. He's so good And then And then he was in... uh, um, in Devil's Carnival, he was God, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was God. He was God. <laughs> God. It's not a bad way to go out. He was, he was, he, he, he's been oh, training he, for this role his whole life. <laughs> he was also in the Rocketeer. He was in the Rocketeer. Which, yeah, which might be the movie that is, you know, me and masks. Like, oh, yeah. how much I love masks. The Rocketeer might be one of the movies that's responsible for my love of sure. Good man. The Rocketeer was the first movie I think that I ever saw that like made me have a weird sense of wonderment about it because mm. it seemed like it could be real. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'd seen a lot of fantasy movies that obviously weren't real. Like The Rocketeer though was just like this is like a superhero movie, but like it's based in reality. Like like I could strap fireworks to my back and fly away. Like why not? And bang Jennifer Connelly. Oh, for sure. But in fairness, <laughs> the, the people in the labyrinth did that too. Oh well, yeah. I mean, but at least say much. She, but, but at least she was of an appropriate age <laughs> in the Rocketeer. Touche. Touche. Uh anyway though, rest in peace, uh Paul Servino. Yeah. Uh the other Good. big one. <laughs> we get so inappropriate. <laughs> I, I like I forget that we're talking about somebody dying and then we start talking like crass assholes. That's the beauty of our show, man. Crass holes, if you will. Crass holes. Oh. That's uh ooh, that's a sticker. Oh, that's a sticker. Write it oh, down. Crass hole. Um. Anyway, the the other big one this week is uh, David Warner oh, passed dude. away uh, at the age of eighty years old. Uh, it said from a cancer related illness. So he had been battling some sort of cancer. I know for the last year and a half or so. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't know if this was like part of the cancer that got him, or if it was like he got sick and then the cancer just kind of made it worse. So wait, who knows? Um, but that's what they're they're saying that it was. Uh, he was no uh, stranger to the horror genre. Uh, Warner's probably best known as Jennings from the original The Omen film. Mm. Uh, that's probably where he made his biggest splash uh, at first, at least. Uh, but he was also in Waxworks, The Island, Frankenstein, Tron, Cast a Deadly Spell, Tales from the Crypt, Necronomicon, In the Mouth of Madness, Penny Dreadful, Scream Two. Like like see so many fucking movies this guy was in. Like. And these are just horror movies. Are you going to mention the most important oh, one? Oh, 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 James. Oh, James. Uh, any child of the 80s absolutely irrefutably knows him as the lovable genetic scientist, Professor Perry, in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret <laughs> of the Ooze. He makes Toka and Razor, for God's sake. Yeah. Come on. I mean, he's a genius. Come on. <laughs> that blows... Fuck the Omen. I don't even like that movie. Fuck the Omen. Fuck... Uh, Which is... Uh, 
fuck Tron. What did that movie ever do? <laughs> fuck um, In the Mouth of Madness. Come on. No, no, no. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. <laughs> the fuck Secret him. of the Ooze is where it's at. Okay. Fuck In the Mouth of Madness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've never seen It in the Mouth of Madness. Doesn't matter. You Don't need to. Piece of shit. Don't All need right. to. Yeah. Tur- Turtles 2. Turtles I mean, 2, those where it's at. Yeah. It's, it's, it's my favorite of the turtle movies. Yeah. Oh yeah, and mo- a lot of it has to do with him. Oh, well, I love his character. Hold on, I'm like, hold on, God, it's really tough for me. I'm one not, or two. It's, see, I'm not saying it's the best. I'm just it's saying it's favorite, my favorite. Right. I have more memories associated with two, probably because of my age at the time. Yeah. Than I do of the first one. Plus, you fucking love Vanilla Ice. Love Vanilla Ice. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. And Super Shredder. <laughs> Dude, it's Kevin Nash. Come on. <laughs> Nobody looks like shit. Come on. Yeah. Uh, I downloaded and played and beat the new Ninja Turtles game. Yeah. That is just a spiritual successor to Turtles in Time. Okay. Fucking super shredders at the end of it. Oh, is he? Fuck yeah, dude. Nice, dude. It's so good. Is it good? It's amazing. Sweet. It's amazing. I should bring it over one time. We should play it. But is uh, it a Switch? Yeah. Yeah. Is the gameplay similar? It's just like Turtles in Time. Oh, it 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 might as well be a sequel. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. Well, let's let's not do the show next week, and you just come <laughs> over and play that instead. I am I'm very okay with that. All right, cool. All right, let's see here. Moving on to the actual news here. Um, we have uh, oh, this is oh, because that's not actual news. Well, you know what I mean. Sorry, Paul. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> Your death is not actual news, according to Mike. What a piece of shit. Okay. Yeah, I'm listening. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm okay. listening. Uh, so this is way cooler than any stiffs, but... <laughs> I mean, it is. They're alive. You can still watch this. Yeah, I got you. Um, H.P. Lovecraft's The Thing on the Doorstep is mm. a, uh, a story by H.P. Lovecraft, mm. and it's getting an adaptation uh, starring... This is, this is a whole lineup here. Starring Barbara Crampton... Mm-hmm. Starring Babs, Babs Graham. Heather Graham, mm-hmm. Babes, being directed by Joe Lynch. Really? And it's being written by Dennis Pololi, who was the writer of Reanimator and From Beyond. And it's being produced by Brian Yuzna. Wow. Like, this is Dream Team 80s Lovecraft, directed by Joe Lynch. Yeah. Fucking sign me up. Like every bit of the, the only thing that could make this possibly better is if Jeffrey Combs shows up. Oh, dude, how will he not be in it? He will, right? I mean, he could just not get cast. Well, that's I suppose that's the way he could I, just not be I, in it. I mean, fuck them if they decide not to do that. But um, Bruce Davison is also in it, mm-hmm. uh, and Jonathan Siash from That Thing You Do. And I'm not sure what character he is in that, but he's Jonathan, in, what's his name? Sash, S S C H. Oh, Shake. Oh, is it Shake? Jonathan Shake. That's how you spell Shake. That's not <laughs> It's S C H A E C H, right? Yeah. Yeah, Shake. No. Yeah. No, it's Jonathan Siege. That's it. C H. That's it. Man, you suck at uh, <laughs> you suck at people's <laughs> names. Have you ever read um The Thing on the Doorstep? I have not, but I do own it. I, I recently of... picked up a big HP Lovecraft anthology. So I do you have to go through it like story by story? No, I'm gonna read like the ones. I'm like gonna read the doing, ones that I want to read. Like you're then. doing with Stephen no, King. No, okay, no. read this one. This is one of my favorites, personally. Um, so I'm pretty. I actually didn't know about this at all. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty stoked about yeah. it. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm. This, like I said, this is a dream team of everything. Yeah. 
I'm I'm super super into it. Very cool. Um, let's see here. We have some Evil Dead news, which is quite possibly my favorite news ever. Um, this week was San Diego Comic Con, mm-hmm. so uh, tons of trailers have come out this week. Tons of new Marvel stuff. Tons of just nerd everything. It's heaven, you know. And uh, one of the guys, you know, Jesus showed up in the form of Bruce Campbell. Okay. And uh, Bruce Campbell was talking about uh, Evil Dead. You know, about Evil Dead Rise coming out and this and that. And the uh, person doing the interview asked him about Ash versus Evil Dead. And this is what he had to say about any uh, any future plans for Ash versus Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, he has given up acting as Ash. Yeah. But this is what he had to say about it. He goes, yeah. As an animated series, you pick up right where the show left off. You can do. See, you haven't seen it yet, have you? Seen what? Season three. Ooh. Uh, Ooh, no, we I haven't. Wanna, I don't want to give. Done season. I don't want to give spoilers away. Have you we not seen season? No, no, we haven't. No, no, we're, we we've been putting that off for a while. We need yeah. to do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, for like two years. You pick up right where the show left off. Redacted, redacted, redacted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I still sound like Ash, you know, and you know, my voice hasn't been beat up as much as my body has, so I can still do that crap. I'll still do, I'll still do the video game, and we're already talking about an animated series, which fucking makes me, it makes my heart so happy mm-hmm. because the very end of season three is one of the most exciting things to happen in that entire series, in my personal opinion. All right, shut up. So I'm just pumped for it, you know. Like, so it's, it's so it's really. I was kind of reading about this too. So he's he's mostly concerned about just the uh um the physical yeah like the 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 physical cost of playing Ash, yeah he's done which he can't physically acting he can't pay up anymore no which is totally fine he's what in his 60s at this point Uh, probably yeah yeah he's gotta be so that's completely understandable um although in the show uh fuck it's been so long that i can't even remember their their uh their character names who pablo um dana no, yeah no, no, no yes well dana de played her um i can uh pablo and yeah yeah whatever them i yeah. can't yeah <laughs> i can't remember um they took up a lot of the like the more physical stuff in the, yeah, in the still, show but he I mean, was still pretty involved he did get his his head put up a cadaver's ass yeah that's true it's pretty it's, it's pretty physical it's uh <laughs> it's understandable though that he would want to Oh, finally, kind of back out. Oh, absolutely. I'm back out I'm of the cadaver's ass. So down for an Evil Dead cartoon, though. Now, what, especially knowing what they're going to do with it, it's what, exciting as hell. What style of animation would you want to see it in? Um, that's a good question. I feel like I would want to see it done like sort of in the style that the comic books were done, and maybe that's just because that's what I'm used to seeing. What's animated. that exactly? I don't really. It's like um, I'm trying to think of a good a good. Is it like the clerks? Like the Clerks cartoon, ish, ish. Is it? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, maybe a bit more animated than that, but yeah. Sure. Okay. I could I could deal with that. So not like uh, I don't know I, it's it's kind it's kind of hard to talk about like, different not styles. Not like Archer of... or not like Family Guy or anything like that. Like nothing like that. Although I could see, I could see Archer like mm, that style no. of no no or like uh, like the Venture Brothers. Venture Bros, I've Venture Brothers, Metalocalypse. Metalocalypse. Those, are, those yeah. are all those are all pretty similar. Metalocalypse is probably a good compare because it's so violent. Sure. I could see that. Like you could probably do something like that. Yeah, I could see that. But I almost would or would you want it more cartoony than that? Like I said, like the clerks uh cartoon. Like that was very almost like like Saturday morning. 
I'll take animation a, listen, kind I'll of. I'll take a Saturday morning cartoon style Evil Dead yeah. any day of the week. Yeah, I would too. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. I think it has to be either, it has to be fun, whatever it is. They can't make sure. it too serious. They can't make it too kitty. Right. Like it's got to be that sweet spot, but it's got to be fun. Right, right. So I, I don't care how they do it. I just want it. Cool. Yeah. That's it. All right. Uh, let's see here. Moving on. We have uh, Greg Nicotero started his career under the the watchful eye of a one George A. Romero. Who? That guy. Oh. Um, and it's it's fair to say that Nicotero would not have a career without George Romero. He cut his Who? teeth. Yeah, that guy. The oh. guy that makes the pizzas. Oh. He's, he's a papa. Okay. No, it's Papa Romano, not Papa Romero. <laughs> papa Romero pizza. <laughs> I'd fucking eat that. Um, anyway, though, uh, Greg Nicotero, though, uh, is uh, coming out with a making of the Night of the Living Dead movie. Sweet. In the form of, have you seen Ed Wood? Yeah. It's going to be like that. So it's an actual movie, but it's about the making of oh. Night of the Living Dead. Really? And uh, yeah, so he's, um, and honestly, he's writing and directing it. I can think of no better person to do that because he was literally there for everything Dawn of the Dead on, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, he got brought on on Dawn. Um, so like, like he's, like I said, Romero is responsible for this guy's career. I can think of no better person to be in charge of this. Um, but yeah, the Ed Wood style movie that shows the heart and the character of this guy and the backdrop of the Magnificent Seven version of a bunch of of a bunch who had no fucking idea of what they were doing, getting together to make Night of the Living Dead. Like, in. Yeah. In. Hands down in. Yeah. Um, cannot wait for this. Uh, probably the next couple of years, because it hasn't really been started yet. But um, And he's already got some directing chops, doesn't he? Did look, he, he did he did tons did, of... Uh, uh, Walking Dead? Yeah. yeah. Tons of Walking All Dead right, stuff. Right so this, I think, might be his first feature. I don't think he's done a feature before. I don't believe he has. Let me look it up. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm super super pumped for this. So keep the lookout for that. Uh, some casting news here: Kurt Russell and his son slash twin Wyatt Russell, because they look fucking identical, um, have uh, been announced that they are joining the cast of Apple's upcoming live action series Godzilla and the Titans, oh. which is their uh, their their series that takes place in the new Godzilla legendary. Uh, universe mm-hmm. which is pretty exciting um i love kurt russell i love godzilla i mean i can think of uh i can think of no cons in this at all <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty cool if you're a big fan of the new godzilla stuff what they're doing with that and you're also a fan of sexy old men you are a happy camper oh man i love sexy old men right love it hopefully he's got that big uh mutton chop beard thing that he does because that man can grow a fucking beard hell yeah dude oh, you were seeing this fucking uh What's hateful that? eight hateful eight yeah <laughs> didn't he have i actually haven't seen it didn't he have big old oh, uh, yeah. mutton chops in oh, that movie oh oh the choppiest. like a like a like a fucking handlebar mustache yeah, yeah. the choppiest of of beards Hell that's yeah. great um all right james what is new on the blue all right i apologize this is a total mess because i'm going to just sort of do it on the fly because why because i didn't prepare for today because why because shit happens my kids were having a meltdown you're a dick all right so um steven spielberg's poltergeist hmm? i uh i mean toby hooper's poltergeist there you go. <laughs> from uh, 1982 is coming to 4k ultra hd on september 20th cool and guess <gasps> you're not excited michael no you're not at all nope even if i told you that it's 
going to be flying off the shelves in absolutely stunning steelbook packaging? Nah, I mean, I care a little bit more, but not really. Oh, you really don't care. Okay. All right. Well, also from Steven Spielberg, I mean, Toby Hooper, uh, The Fun House, which is weird. I was, I told you this earlier, so I'm going to say it like it's a surprise, but it's not really a surprise. I was thinking about this movie earlier today. Yeah. I was doing nothing. I was like walking my dogs and then suddenly. Sounds about right. Suddenly, suddenly (laughs) the movie, The Fun House popped into my head for no reason whatsoever. Oh, you haven't? I've never seen it. No. And then I go to look up the blues for uh, tonight and wouldn't you know it. Toby Hooper's The Fun House is coming out on 4K from Scream Factory. That's fucked. That's fucked because I haven't thought about this movie since the last time I saw it, which was probably seven or eight years ago. Okay. Just randomly popped into my head, and now here it is in the news. That's fun. Can you believe that? I bet you can't. It's also <laughs> coming with uh, uh, <laughs> it's coming with some, some new special features. Uh, it's a new 4K scan, obviously, because it's coming on 4K. New audio commentary uh, with the author Herbie J. Pilato uh, on the return of Bigfoot Part 1 and 2. What? <laughs> what? What did you write down? No, it's a, this, isn't, this, is the actual, this is the actual article. On the return of Bigfoot? Yeah. Is Bigfoot in the funhouse? Don't remember. <laughs> is, that what they call the, is that what they call the guy in the, in the Frankenstein mask? I don't remember. Uh, a new, <laughs> new 4K scan of the original camera negative. Uh, new Carnival of Blood, an interview with actor Largo Woodruff. New Dance in the Dark, uh, Dance in the Dark Ride, an interview with actor Wayne Doba, and Alive, 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 an interview with special effects artist Craig Reardon. Ooh. So, you're getting some new stuff with that release. All right. Now those uh, aren't those. So they're those aren't what were on the original disc though. Uh, no, those are all new. Oh wow. Okay. That's all new. So I'm happy to hear now that Screen Factory is finally putting even more new stuff on their 4k discs because before they were just re-releasing no new features you know it was just right. the same thing just with a different well because they would go transfer. so balls to the wall with their blu-rays it kind of makes you wonder though like if are they even doing there's well they're still doing new blu-ray releases oh yeah oh yeah so it kind of makes Blu-rays, you wonder though if like probably still outsell everything else oh sure yeah yeah well at this point right mm-hmm. it makes you wonder though if they're like from now on with their blue Blu-ray releases, if they'll hold back a little bit, so they can have more, so that they can later. have more yeah. shit to add to the 4Ks. I mean, business I mean, wise, I get business it. Business wise, but... it would make sense, right? Yeah. It's also kind of a dick move, though. Yeah. Because really, for Blu-ray to 4K, I don't know. Are you doing a lot of updating? You're not doing no, a lot of updating no, no, no. to 4K. I have right? a 4K player, but I don't. I, I I don't think that the the jump. I said this about DVD to Blu-ray, but I was very wrong on that. Mm-hmm. But I, but I feel like it's more, it's more appropriate to say it now that the jump from Blu-ray to 4K is so much less noticeable than the jump from blue, uh, DVD to Blu-ray. So originally, you were saying that the jump from DVD to Blu-ray wasn't that noticeable. It's probably because I didn't want to spend the money on a Blu-ray player. Okay, but I have because a 4K it player. is no. Oh right? yeah, no, definitely. I mean, is. like I have a 4K player. Yeah, I really, I. I, some and people, a 4K TV. Yeah, some. Oh yeah, some people might might crucify me for saying this. I really just don't notice the difference. Yeah. Like it's my eyes apparently not that great to pick it up. It's just like your trash I, palette. Yeah, pretty much. Your eye palette is also my, trash. My trash site. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, 
Well, coming up next, uh, I think this one's pretty cool. The Paranormal Activity Ultimate Chills Collection is arriving on October 11th. Um, This whole set looks pretty dope. It's a nine-disc collector's set with all of the Paranormal Activity movies. Um, have you looked at this one? I have, yeah. I, I want it. It looks fantastic. It looks cool. <laughs> it almost, the, the cover art just reminds me of like a, it's almost, it's like an X-Files vibe or something like that. It absolutely that. is. Uh, but yeah, looks really cool. That's coming out on October 11th, so make sure you keep your eyes peeled for that one. Next is The Lost Boys 35th Anniversary 4K, which I think we mentioned a few weeks ago. Did we mention that one already? No. Lost Boys? No. This is just a uh, kind of an update on on the uh, on the Ultimate Collector's Edition 4K Steelbook. Oh. If you're paying attention. Oh, I am. Steel thing. <laughs> Exclusive to Zavi. <laughs> Do you know what the hell is Zavi? So Zavi is a super expensive uh, European release company. So chances are it's not going to be Region A. Oh. Um, but it's but 4K, they're, so but it's... They're, well, 4, yeah, the, that disc will be, but if they do any Blu-rays with it, those chances are will not be region A. A lot of times they'll put the feature in 4K, but the features will still be in Blu-ray. Oh. So, um, but yeah, Zavi is a, um, it's a UK, I believe it's a UK company. Um, and the reason that people love them though is because these sets are beautiful and they put out a lot. Like they're, they're really limited, so they're really collectible. You know, the, the the collectors go nuts for them. I do like the uh, I like the cover art on this one. It's the picture of the five of them hanging off the bottom of the of the bridge. The bridge, yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's re- it's pretty cool. Um, that it's one fucking rad, bro. <laughs> that one's coming out on September twentieth. Um, next up is Scream Two, which is getting a four K release this Halloween season, uh, October fourth. Not too much else to say about that. It's the 25th anniversary of Scream 2. 25 years. Holy shit, dude. We're old, huh? Fuck yeah, we are. God, get depressed about that. (laughs) Uh, Next up, Rob Zombie's The Munsters, which... Never heard of it. Never heard of it. We watched the trailer, right? Yeah. We watched that trailer. Did you see the black and white version? I didn't, no. Yeah. Is it Somebody put out a black and white, crummy-looking version of it. Yeah. is it looks so much better? Okay, yeah. well, somebody on Do You Love Horror, the the group that we're a part of on uh, on Facebook, run by Alex King over at uh, Beyond the Void podcast, uh, somebody mentioned that this is like it. This was a this was a totally conscious move by Rob Zombie because that whole trailer that we watched and reacted to was supposed to it was. It was supposed to look exactly like a um, um, full moon type okay. trailer. Sure, sure. Like that's that's exactly what what we saw on screen. What we what we reacted to, and we're like, oh my god, it looks cheap, and like the colors are overblown, and the acting looks really cheesy. All of that was completely intentional. And if that's true, is this per Rob Zombie, no. Okay. But this is what this person was saying. Like, just hold on, just wait and watch because there's going to be another trailer that drops that's going to show you what the movie's actually. And if that's if that's actually how it is, then that's it is genius. Because to be able to cut together a trailer that makes the movie look that shitty. Why would you ever want to put out a trailer that makes your movie look shitty though? Because he's Rob Zombie. 
Yeah, but because he, he did make, because no, he did the because he, he did the teasers. He doesn't cut the trailers. But the studio does. I know, the studio's but, not going to do that. But he's got a huge say no, in no. every. Yes, dude. No, he's got no. a huge say in everything. You don't think that Rob Zombie, no. the guy who's like an absolute horror freak fanatic, you don't think he has a say in everything that happens? No, no, they're not because it's not his movie. It's the studio's movie. They make the decisions, not him. That's they hire him because of that stuff. Like they give him the job because of that stuff. But when it comes to like cutting trailers, if the director doesn't cut the trailer, I don't think that they would have. I don't think that they would have even been. I mean, I suppose I don't think that the. I don't I think the idea of remaking a doing a doing a monsters movie would have even been something that any studio would have thought about. Had. No, he definitely brought it to them, but he doesn't get final say in anything. I'm I'm not saying he get, I'm not second. saying he gets final say, but like somebody brought up, like this is all very intentional. Like this trailer was cut together to look like a full moon trailer. It it was cut together to look make it look like a shit movie. If if the next and just trailer wait comes and out, watch and watch the next trailer, they were saying basically um, like have patience. Everybody's freaking out about the way that it looks. That 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 argument doesn't make any sense to me. That Why? being said, that being said, I will wait until that's, the that's, next full trailer comes out, and if it looks completely different, we can revisit this. I don't buy it for a second. That's such a Rob Zombie thing no, to do, though. He, no, no directors cut their own trailers. I'm not saying that he cut the trailer. It, it's possible that I'm saying that, that I'm he saying that he like he might idea, even have artistic just, direction on how things are done in the I, marketing. I can't see a single studio agreeing with an idea of let's put for our first foot forward. An intentionally shitty trailer. It wasn't the first, first foot forward, though. There was teaser trailers leading up to that. No, there wasn't. No, there wasn't. There's there that one, There's that thing of them walking through the door that shows uh, nothing a, of the movie. That's a teaser. It shows nothing of the movie. The first glimpse of the actual movie, there is no studio worth their fucking salt that would that would intentionally put out a bad trailer. There's just not. Well, they did. They did not intentionally. <laughs> No studio worth their salt would put out the trailer that we got for this movie and not think that that looks shitty. Uh, well, the movie needs a trailer, so maybe the movie's just that shitty. Uh, I don't know. I th- I think I'm on board with what this what this person was well, saying. Listen, I mean, agree to disagree. I'm not, but agree to disagree. Um. Anyway, what the hell was I talking about? Rob Zombie's <laughs> modern spin on the monsters. <laughs> Uh, USA Today reveals that uh, before moving to Netflix, it will be available on Blu-ray, DVD, and VOD platforms on September 27th. Oh, so we'll soon. be able to yeah. we'll be able to check it out pretty soon. Um, along with the uh, the news comes a brand new trailer. Oh wait, did we? Is this the trailer you were talking about? The black and white one. The new trailer. I don't know. The black and white one. That's, oh. all I, that's the only one I know of. Along with the news comes a brand new trailer touting a jam-packed physical release with over 60 minutes of extra features, including unseen behind-the-scenes footage with writer and director Rob Zombie and cast, as well as feature commentary with Rob the, Zombie. The so. Blu-ray is worth it alone to pick it up just for the making of, because I, I feel like that's going to be like a... Uh, the making of is going to be like a feature-length documentary that's oh, sure. going to be probably better than the movie. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. All right. Um. Anyway, uh, what else you got? Uh. Last but not least, Halloween Kills will be coming to, uh, 4K Ultra HD on September sixth. 
probably the most important aspect of this is the steelbook packaging, which yeah. it will be ensconced in. Gross. With um with the same art as the DVD or the uh the Blu-ray release, just without the blood red ti- blood red tinting. <laughs> the so, blood red titty. Blood red titties. Uh without the blood red tinting. So it's the same art, just worse. Oh yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> which, you know, <laughs> is on par for Steelbook. Gross. Gross, gross, gross. And that's it. All right. Uh, my last bit of news that it was announced this week that we are indeed getting a fifth installment into the Insidious series. You know, we just we just wrapped up the Waniverse with the Conjuring stuff. The other Waniverse, though, the Wan Waniverse, the Wan Waniverse. Sometimes, sometimes the words how, don't work. Sometimes how clever you are, yeah. and how fast you can come up with this stuff just. Astonishes me. (laughs) The Inwanius series. There you go. There it is. Uh, Like I said, it's getting its fifth installment on July 7th, 2023. Brings everybody back in. This is going to be, though, a direct sequel to Chapter 2. So they're kind of going back in. It's not a prequel, but it's like a direct sequel to a different movie. Interesting. Um, And uh, what's his his fuck? Uh, Patrick Wilson is directing. Oh. So he's returning to act in it as well as direct it. Cool. So that's pretty awesome. Big big fans of Patrick Wilson over here. So uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Cool. Yeah. That's it. All right. That's all you get. Well, uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break, pick a new movie to watch because this one's probably almost over. It is. And then uh, when we come back, we're going to go camping. Yeah. But we're going to get rid of all the technology, so we're actually not going to record the second half of the show. Well, see you next week. Yep. Bye. Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. I have a joke for you, James. All right. What do you get when you put a bunch of Polacks in the woods? What? Can you say that? Polacks? Yeah. Well, we're we're both Polish. We're both so Polish. Yeah, it's so fine. can we say that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm trusting you on this. Okay. <laughs> Let me hear it. Oh, you get nobody sleeps in the woods tonight. <laughs> that's, that's not even the movie we're talking about first. Is though. it? Oh, is it? Yes, we yeah, are. <laughs> Jokes on you, bitch. Uh, I'm a Polak. <laughs> uh, Nobody Sleeps in the Woods Tonight is a foreign film from the great island of Poland. Um, directed. <laughs> it's from, uh, yeah, from Poland, though, directed by Bartosz M. Kowalski. Mm, He's is that the. Bartosi? Bartosze? Hold on, I'm looking it up. Bartosz. 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 I'm going to say Bartosz. Okay, Bartosz M. Kowalski. M. Kowalski. He's got a delicious sausage. Mm, Kowalski? The best. Hell yeah. The best. That natural that, that natural snap. casings, that snap, Jesus. dude. All right, I'm horny. A little bit, um, of, a little bit of yellow mustard on there. Oh, God. Actually, that's... a lot of yellow mustard. Oh. Fuck yeah. Oh, it's like saying that you prefer a girl with herpes actually, or a guy with herpes. <laughs> actually, actually, throw the throw the Kowalski away and just pour the mustard directly into my butthole. Oh my! <laughs> Why did I get a, a vision of that? <laughs> Jesus.
Jesus. Uh, oh, move some, over, tub girl. Something right. to rock you to sleep at night. All right. Uh, let's see here. A group of technology-dependent teenagers goes to an offline camp and faces a deadly danger lurking in the woods. These fucking teens these days, right? I know, right? They can't even use cell phones without getting addicted to them. Right. We're totally not addicted to ours. <laughs> not. You are. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I um, I don't know where to start with these movies. I liked them. Okay. I liked them. All right. That being said, this movie in particular, I felt like... Uh, I don't know. I felt like it was just a fan film that they made with their greatest hits of the movies they loved growing up. Well, yeah, this, is, this movie, yeah, this movie definitely felt like, uh, I, I mean, it even had kills directly yeah. lifted from the, some of the best slashers in the very first American it's, films. It's very disappointing that the very first kill, and they don't do it in a way that's like, oh, this is no to it. It's like, no, they just straight up do it. You know, mm. like, there's a way to hide it a little bit more. They didn't even try to hide it. It's like the very first kill, the, the kill that establishes their, their killer. Mm-hmm is straight up the most famous kill from Friday the 13th. The sleeping bag kill. Well, it's it's your most famous kill. Um, it's You it's, think that's no. the most famous kill from Friday the 13th? Yes. Yes, I do. Really? Yeah, 100%. So it's like you when you start off that way and that's the first thing that your killer is associated with, the first thing that they do mm. is ripping off another character, whether whether it was meant to be an ode or not, like the first thing that they're doing now is completely intertwined with <clears throat> basically ripping off Friday the 13th. Yeah. That's not good. That's not good for your your character. Well, unless you look at it the way I looked at it, and I just felt like this entire movie was an homage to American it, slashers. It is. It is. But it's also... Which seems kind of... I guess when I think about it that way, it seems kind of... Um, Seems kind of pompous to put it that way. Oh, well, this is just an ode to American slashers, right? Well, I mean, kinda. There's, there's the, the, there's. That's how they start it. At the, at the end, they do the, um, the split down the middle with the axe, which was the exact opening for Wrong Turn. Wrong two. Turn Two, yeah. The exact opening, yeah. Like down to how they had the gut spill out in the middle and everything, and the fact even that they the used an even axe. the kind of axe that he uses. Yeah, like, it's like everything is kind and of that's just what, that's a what, ripoff. Even right. down to the music. Did you notice the music? Oh uh, well, there were definitely there were definitely uh, I picked up on some John Carpenter cues for sure. Um. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's two main themes. I was gonna say that. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say there's two main themes in the movie. One of them seems I like it for the movie because I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. But it's like a really happy kind of wispy sort of theme. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when some really bad shit's happening, this music will play over top of it, and it kind of like offsets the mood a little bit. And I liked that part of it. What I didn't like about it is that it reminded me so much of the main theme to Cannibal Holocaust. Mm. And, and, and I actually played them both back to back. They're not exact, but my God, they're similar. And then there's another, another theme in the, in the, um, in the, in the uh, movie that wasn't necessarily a rip off of another movie's theme, but it most definitely was a play off of a Daft Punk song. 
Okay. It's the one that goes, uh, it's like the, I don't know if you remember it from the movie, but it's like, and it's like this, it's this electronic type thing. See, that was, got the John Carpenter that was one of the ones that I thought was John Carpenter inspired because if you slow that down, yeah. it's, it's the same chord progression from Halloween. Is it? Yeah. Okay, well, fair enough. But but I'm going to play you the Daft Punk song, though. Yeah. Back to back with this so you can well, hear Well, how do you know here. Daft Punk didn't it's possible. pick that up from John Carpenter? It's, like, it's very possible, but I don't know. I just, the, felt like, I just felt like every aspect of this movie, they too much borrowed from other stuff. I just feel like it was very intentional. Like, for me personally, and maybe it, maybe it might be worth our time to uh, look up some interviews with the director of this film, mm-hmm. but I, I just feel like a lot of this was, a was a huge, uh, love letter to American slashers. If that's the case, and that's perfectly fine if it is, mm-hmm. if that's the case, I've, I just feel like I've seen love letters to other movies be executed way better to where it's not so in your face, you know, and it's like, there's odes to things here and there, sure, yeah. but it's not just like a straight up this, like this towed the line on almost being parody. In some in some cases, to me, yeah, it, it really it really did. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, that being said, though, the actual movie itself, I thought had a lot of good redeeming qualities to it. So this movie is not a, like a loss to me or anything. I just wanted to point get those things kind of out of the way at first, so that I can focus on the things that I liked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is uh this is basically it's about a, a camp that is for the uh, parents can send their their technology. Uh, addicted Addicted teenagers to this camp it's basically a week to unplug to be away from it and this and that some parents make questionable choices like uh uh who is one of the main characters his parents sent him to camp to get away from his computer when he was going to be in a video game uh a video game he was the he was the second second highest rated gamer in all of poland yeah and he was going to go to a, a competition Korea. or Korea for a competition where he could have won half a million dollars. Yeah. His parents are fucking dumb. Yeah. Like, this is what he's good at. Yeah. <laughs> like, go yeah. let him go win. To, yeah. Half go a to million Korea and bring me, bring me back that cheddar. Yeah. I don't know what kind of cheddar they have in Korea, but bring it back. Polish cheddar. Oh, is it Polish? <laughs> so it's probably like fake. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, I, I didn't really understand that. Like, your parents are fucking dumb. Like you, you're good at this. Go go do what you're good at. Like, yeah. Well, and then and then so they they went through and they kind of talked about um because this this one set like so they drew numbers at the beginning of the the camp and each group broke off like whatever group you were in so they all drew group four and they yeah. they broke off to go on this like twenty mile hike with their um their leader uh, yeah Isa yeah and. I didn't really understand why Zosha was there so much because they were going through like Ulick was there because he was a gamer and he couldn't, you know, like his parents were stupid. Um, A couple of the other kids were there and they were obviously just addicted to, you know, being online and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But Zosha, her backstory was that her... It didn't line up. Her family got killed in a car accident while her parents were taking a selfie. That doesn't mean that she's addicted to technology. Like, what... It just it seemed like no, kind it of a it seemed like kind of a weird story to put her into 
to like put her to place her at this camp. I didn't yeah, really understand that. It definitely didn't line up. Like it definitely didn't seem like it fit very well, honestly. But they needed a character who had you know the scarred background right. and the, you know her her character fit what it needed to <clears throat> throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah, she was a fighter and she yeah. was a, right. But they could have they totally could have been like she was she was the one driving the car or something like that and sure. she was taking a selfie and killed her family or something. Actually, that, that would have been much better. That would have made more. That would have been much better. Like if she was driving the car and she had her like little sister in the back back seat or something something and she was yeah. trying to take a selfie while she was driving the flashback been... of her dad crawling out of the car completely aflame that was pretty cool <laughs> it was pretty fun <laughs> it was pretty awesome <laughs> and that's what i will say about this movie uh the kills are pretty cool like the gore sure. is pretty pretty damn decent it's in this fucking movie dope yeah fucking um, dope yeah yeah no i like i said this movie is definitely redeemable and i liked it they actually made a sequel to this movie yeah uh it's on uh netflix as well uh i kind of want to watch it because i yeah I have. Uh, I liked this one enough to want to watch the sequel. When I picked this movie, I knew that there was a second one, and I thought, like, oh, let's just do the let's just do these two movies from the. But then I started reading the reviews for the second oh, movie, and terrible. I was like, yeah, I want to like, nah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, we'll do it at some point, but I just didn't feel like watching this movie and enjoying it, and then watching something that ruins the potential franchise like right afterward. Fair, fair. Um, um so so the group though uh it's it's basically the the group numbers are a way to basically pare down all the kids at a camp to yep. a smaller group that you can focus on for the movie um they're they're uh, led by isa who is like the outdoorsy leader of the group whatever she takes them into the woods they're going to camp for a couple of nights you know sing kumbaya do whatever you know therapy whatever yeah and um they uh they basically come across uh, this house with these two deranged twin, massively giant mutant people. Do you come? To, <laughs> I don't know how else to describe them. You come to find out that they are the product of aliens, basically, yeah. right? Like I was going to say, meteor. Halfway through this movie, it turned into Venom. Yeah, Venom. Randomly, Venom with a skin issue. <laughs> Venom with a yeah. Instead of instead of turning into like a a a, a giant awesome symbiotic f- fucking uh, costume that yeah. he could kill people with, yeah. it just turned into boils all over their bodies. Boils and another great big fat person. Um, <laughs> she great big fat person. Like, but it, but it was like that was their whole that was the whole thing. They were just these giant obese characters with gross pussy skin and their faces were all deformed but it was weird because they told the line between being super creepy scary forest mutants Mm -hmm. but then it also like i could totally see them being like a really lovable like korg type character from guardians (laughs) of the galaxy like at times like their faces it was it was the way their faces were uh, it was the the modeled yeah the faces were like um yeah i could see them being happy like oh no we're just we want to be your friend (laughs) like like i could totally see that (laughs) that would be funny like if they had a movie from their point of view where (laughs) like like you're seeing this movie from the kids point of view where it looks like they're murdering everybody but like from their point of view they're they're just these two big clumsy dudes who just happen to accidentally kill everybody that they're around like oh no (laughs) (laughs) oh no i'm sorry um yeah i would i'd pay to see that movie that that actually sounds awesome um but yeah like i just um i really thought that uh 
I really thought that the priest was going to have something more to do with... Because it turns out the priest was a creep, right? Oh, of course. But I thought he was going to... I thought it was going to turn out to where he was more involved with, like, them, like, their plot, whatever. But it just turns out that the priest was just a total sicko. Yeah, the, the, the priest had no bearing on this movie whatsoever. They put him in there almost for shock value, and that was it. No, he didn't, and the uh, the postman didn't either. In the beginning, no. Well, the postman who ends up being the guy uh, in the cabin with the two fake legs. That was the postman. Oh, my God, that was the postman. Yeah, so he made it out I of that. Never, I never put that together. Yeah, so the postman who's at, at the beginning of the movie makes it out of that situation alive. How did you, put the, how, how did you figure out that's who that was? Well, it's who he is. Okay, because it's the same actor, first of all, but also he says I I had I tossled with them once before, and I walked away. Or, well, didn't walk away. I got these. Two I, souvenirs. I, I I came away with these two souvenirs. Oh, and then shit. Okay. and I was I was like when I was watching the scene, I was like, that's really random. Like they don't. What's the story there? And then I started to go, oh, what if he's the postman? And then. The more and more he talks about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That makes so he's, that makes sense. But then he ends up being <laughs> like you. You think that the twins are gonna come back and have their revenge, or not not revenge, but like finish the finish out their, you know, what they started with him. Yeah. Or that he was gonna end up killing one of them or something. But all he ends up did like the only purpose that he serves is he talks to Zosha and Ulick for a little while. Mm-hmm. And tells them the story, which he does, like, he's, sure. he kind of serves as expose for, you know, like, why the twins are the way they are. But then at the end, he ends up just killing... Uh, uh, Daniel. Not Daniel. Dan- Daniel. Daniel was the one who uh, um, got... He was the sleeping bag kill. Oh, okay. Um, Bartek. 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 Sounds like uh, a never-ending story character. <laughs> Bartek. Bartek. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, he, you're right. He serves literally just as the purpose of taking out that character and, and, and tying up a loose end. Oh, speaking That's of Bartek, pretty much it. how did, I don't remember, how did he get away? Cause he was hiding, cause the creep priest ties him up and puts a ball gag on him. Mm-hmm. And then, but then the, the priest ends up getting thrown in a wood chipper, which was dope. <laughs> and then he. Was it dope? Huh? I thought that was one of the weaker kills. Honestly. Oh well, as far as the kills in the movie go, yeah. yeah. Okay. But like a wood chipper kill is always good. That's true, right? Yeah. Um, but the 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 creature comes in and finds him in the hiding in the uh, um confessional booth. Mm-hmm. What does he do? How does he get out of there? He just runs. Do you do we see that happen? No, you don't. Okay. No, this 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 movie has a lot of. So you just, gaps just in like in in that moment, I I can't remember how that scene played out. Like, I remember the guy opening the uh, the confessional booth and seeing him there. And does it just cut away? Um, he gets pulled out. One of the guy, the priest, gets pulled out and killed. Well, the priest the priest goes out to see why the wood chipper turned on, and then he gets thrown in the wood chipper, and then yes. Bartek hides in the in the confessional booth yeah the, the guy comes in he's sniffing in the air and then he opens the confessional booth and bartek's in there does it just cut to black after that like we don't see what happens you definitely don't see what happens okay yeah no that's that's not so that's kind of stupid yeah like i said i, I feel like this movie kind of cut away from a lot there's a lot of holes in the story yeah um well and the fact too that even though it was a cool kill uh um uh not daniel not bartek there was one other guy oh it was bartek i'm sorry 
It was Bartek talking to Aniela. Mm-hmm. Right? Which one was Aniela? Aniela was the girl that banged Daniel uh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. the beach. Which way too way too passionate of a sex scene for this kind of movie. It was very passionate. I thought it was weird. <laughs> well, she was teaching him the ways of love. Oh. Because he was sure. a virgin. <laughs> sure. So sure you know, it's all right. <laughs> it's she's teaching teaching him the ways of Polish love. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. And and we Polacks. <laughs> We know how to love. You know, you know, we know how to make love with our Kowalskis. <laughs> it's that snap. It's that natural casing, baby. <laughs> but that was that was one like that was one of the cooler kills. I thought mm-hmm. was Anyala dying. Yeah, but it was like, well, it comes so, out of fucking nowhere. So this three hundred four hundred pound massive freak can. Can somehow is is light footed enough to not only sneak up in the woods, holding a giant stick, but also stab a girl through the back of the head and have it come out of her mouth while she's sitting a foot away from another dude, and none of it makes any sound. They're they're just that good. <laughs> but I did like it because he's telling the story, so he's he's confiding in her, like telling her um that Which, he's 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 gay and he's like he's te- he's basically telling her that like my father doesn't he's so blind to how the world is that i could bring a boyfriend home and he just thinks it's a friend i could grab his butt and he just thinks it's my macho way of saying goodbye to him and then he's waiting for her response and he looks to to his right and she's got a post like slammed through the back of her head coming out of her mouth which i feel like that kill also comes from a different movie because it looked very familiar <laughs> i couldn't place what it was i mean you mentioned uh you mentioned uh cannibal holocaust earlier yeah it's reminiscent of the yeah, steak up the ass and out the mouth kind yeah, of thing i mean that's way hotter but yeah <laughs> um but yeah, it, it it could be that's what I'm thinking of. But I feel like that I've seen at least one or two other ones too, though, where it's like the, through the back of the head, out the mouth kind yeah, of deal. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I I did think that was effective though because you don't expect it at all. You mm. just turn your head. This I will say this: this movie did have a lot of unexpected things that came out of nowhere, almost to where it sort of sounds or it almost comes across like it's intentional that way. Mm. Like they were just planning a bunch of like. Not jump scares, but like just jump cuts to things happening. Right. Um. Like when the like when like when the, one of the killers goes and you think kisses one of the dudes and then bites their tongue out. Like that was unexpected. Oh, you thought he was gonna kiss him? I mean, that's what it looked like he was doing at first. Oh, he, I... he grabbed him by the head and slowly moved in, put his mouth on his, and then he realized he's biting his tongue out. Oh, like, that's. I just, I just assumed that's what he was doing the whole time. I just thought it was weird. Like I said, <laughs> I didn't expect that. Like at all. There was the um, the scene when they were kids or whatever, when the space goop takes over uh, out of the meteor, takes over the kid's body, and it's all like symbiote. So that, that, that was a cool scene, I thought. It was cool. It was so, like, I was... I was I was watching this and I, like you hear the you hear the boom in the sky and like as the as the postman's telling the story and you hear you hear the boom in the sky you see the thing fall out of the sky like in my head I was like oh it's like a nuclear testing kind of thing like mm-hmm. that's why that explains the boils all over their body and stuff or oh even it's a meteorite but it's just like radiation they got radiation poison and then the thing's under the bed and it full full on goes venom on them. But you don't understand though. Why would that cause them to look the way they do? 
Like, there's nothing alien about outside of the fact that apparently they can't die. Yeah, there's nothing alien about them. I'm a little bit confused as to how the two things. What do you mean? There's line nothing. Up. Well, <laughs> I mean, maybe the maybe the alien goop, the sludge or whatever, is just using them as a as a host, not necessarily transforming them into alien like beings, but more so like living within them, right? Okay. So their skin is like all bubbling up and stuff because it's. I don't know. It just could be like our, our natural, or... like the organic biological material of our body just doesn't gel with the fucking alien goop. So yeah, okay. It causes I mean, I can buy that. Shit, I guess right? I can buy that. I mean, it I... still could be like a radioactive type thing. Yeah, I I still feel like though, and and based between the. The fact that they just took a bunch of kills from other movies. It sounds as though they modeled the music after other stuff. Yeah. It sounds as though, you know, the the they, they just took parts of different genres of movies and smashed everything together. Like I understand that this is, movie is supposed to be a love letter to probably all the things that the director or writer loves. Mm-hmm. It just felt very sloppy, in that regard, at least. Mm. Like it still made an entertaining movie, but the pieces individually felt sloppier than they should have. Yeah. I guess is yeah. where I'm coming from. So I, 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 it, so it's kind of weird for me. Like I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what the sequel does, if that follows suit, or if the sequel tries to do its own thing and that's why people didn't like it. I don't know. I, I'd, I'd be, I'm interested to check it out, though. I really am. Yeah. I'm, yeah I'm even, pretty... the poli- even the police car had a number of 237. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, it's, I didn't it's, even it's think about that. It's so it's everything pretty obviously. Yeah. That's the thing. Like it's 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 there's nothing about this movie that's original. I think it's well and we've seen we've seen American made movies like that before. Oh, sure. So why are I mean Oh oh I'm not I'm not giving it crap because it's foreign. I, I would say this about any about it Well no, not made. not necessarily like maybe we're just misinterpreting it because it, it it naturally has a different feel to it than American made movies. No. Especially no, like I don't buy that. The music had a the music had a lot to do with the feel of this movie and that it, it was so it was weird, but it was also kind of refreshing. Like I sort of liked all the the weird like lo fi drum and bass type beats that they were using. Mm-hmm. I was like a lot of this music is super cool, but doesn't fit what I would normally think of as a like it the type of music fit. that you would put in a slasher. No, it definitely didn't fit in terms of standard American horror. Yeah. Perhaps this is more of a thing over there in Poland. Yeah. Who knows? Or Europe, just Europe in general. Like, I liked you know, it, though. I thought it was pretty cool. No, I, I didn't dislike it. I actually thought that it fit in a weird way yeah. pretty well. Yeah. Um, It just wasn't what I was expecting for that type of, that type of movie. That's right. all. Um, but yeah, I, I think by and large... Did I like it enough to maybe watch it again or recommend it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, me too. I oh, so. yeah, I would definitely, I would definitely say check it out. Uh, what did we we watch this one on Netflix? This one was on Netflix. It's yeah. on Netflix. The sequel is also on Netflix. Uh, I'll probably check it out within the next few days just because I'm curious. Sure. Um, even <laughs> even though from what I've heard, it's not as good. Nah. But uh, yeah, I I I thought it was cool. I thought it was pretty fun. Good kills. Good mm-hmm. gore. Uh, yeah, just just sort of a just kind of a middle of the road slasher, but 
interesting enough to where I would I would recommend people. It's in the green still. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of movies with good, unexpectedly good kills and gore, <laughs> yeah. um, the next movie we're talking about is You Might Be the Killer from 2018. Um, the reason that it's unexpected is because this is a sci-fi movie. This was a made-for-TV sci-fi movie. But, now, but, but not your grandmother's sci-fi. None of that S-C-I-F-I <laughs> bullshit. This is S-Y-F-Y. So the shitty version of sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if parts of this movie may have been cut out for the TV broadcast, if it was ever actually broadcast mm. on TV. Mm-hmm. So maybe they made like a more r-rated-esque type movie then they cut things out for tv sure yeah. i have no idea i think all i know I is in the sci-fi version is, i think sci-fi is pretty lenient sci-fi is like amc like they're pretty like you can you can show you can get away with quite a bit yeah it definitely you definitely can yeah um but yeah so this was uh except from 2018 directed by brett simmons brett simmons did a movie called animal back in the day with um joey lauren adams I've always, I've never actually seen it, but I've always seen the cover. It's always in like bargain oh, bins. I'm looking at it right now. Like it's, it's always in like bargain bins and yeah. like used places and stuff. I always see it, but I've never actually seen the movie. It's got like a feast sort of. The cover at least. Yeah, very much sort so. sort of feel to it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so this is a, a camp counselor suffering from blackouts, finds himself surrounded by murder victims. He turns to his horror movie enthusiast friend for advice and to contend with the idea that he may be the killer. This was a very, and we'll just, we'll say it, it was very meta. It was very meta, yes. Very meta, and if you're going to make a very meta horror movie, I feel like casting Fran Kranz, I'm going to say his name as. Fran Kranz. Fran Kranz. I don't actually know. How do you, let's say Fran Kranz. Fran Kranz. Let's mix them, right? sure. Or it's Fran Kranz. Or it's Fran Kranz. Or, or Fran Fran Kranz. Fran. <laughs> Do I keep saying the same thing? Cran Franz. Cran. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stick with Fran Kranz. Um, I mean, Cabin in the Woods. Probably the ultimate meta. Oh yeah. Horror movie, and he's. Yeah. Oh, he's, is he in Cabin in the Woods? Yeah, he's the oh, nerdy. Shit. He's the nerdy stoner guy. Oh. Oh my god, you're He's right. He's the guy that's alive at the end. Holy shit. Yeah. So yeah, okay. so casting wow. him okay. in this movie it just feels like be typecast. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but like is there it's a pretty cool thing to be typecast as. I'm only I'm only in movies that are like meta horror like meta so horror in, or meta genre movies. So we should have been in Scream is what you're saying. Yeah, well yeah. Probably should. I mean, it's it, it's kind of he still could yeah be. he kind of takes up the well he could be in the new screen movie but yeah he's, he's he's got sort of that um uh what the hell's his name jamie kennedy most definitely you know randy he's better than jamie kennedy, randy sort yeah. of feel to him yeah. Yeah, he's better than yeah um but also i mean jamie kennedy as randy still good sure still good sure nothing nothing wrong with it <laughs> don't don't be hating but uh yeah, he's he was he was really cool in this movie. And pair that up with Allison Hannigan. Pair that up with Allison Hannigan. Come on, she's um exactly the kind of character that I want her for this movie too. She's like a super nerdy, super hot, like you know, <laughs> like just she's she's essentially Randy from Scream. Oh yeah, 
Absolutely. She's yeah. like the horror movie aficionado and like she's like Or what did we just what did we just watch recently with a somebody who works at a video store? Oh, it was that I I Rat Chat Rat Chad. Yeah. 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 She's Rat Chad. She's way hotter than Rat <laughs> Way hotter. But uh so she knows she knows everything there is to know. She knows all the ins and outs about slashers. And so when um when Sam calls her because he's being chased by a masked killer mm-hmm. at this camp. She's like, he initially calls her for help to escape the masked killer. And I thought she's not, she's not like thrown by this at all. She's not like, concerned. Whoa, it's everyone's dead. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like she's been she's been preparing for this her whole life. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like okay, I'm gonna tell you exactly what you need to do to get out of this. Um, and that's something we didn't mention about the last movie is Ulick. There was the character Ulick. Yeah. He was. He was kind of that same character. He knew all the rules, all yeah. the ins and outs about about uh, how how you stay alive in a in a horror movie and we stuff even, like we that. We didn't even talk about his demise either. How sad his demise was. <laughs> Such a bummer. I know, right? But also, I was kind of glad when it happened because watching him gargle blood was <laughs> the fucking grossest thing ever. I was like, please just fucking finish him <laughs> off. But anyway, getting back to this. So yeah, uh, Allison Hannigan's character Chuck, uh, she's she's uh, she's been preparing for this her whole life. She's been watching horror movies. She knows everything there is to know about uh, about how somebody should act in this in this uh, situation. So she's coaching Sam through how to survive this slasher. Yeah. Yeah. And then she starts to realize though, she's asking all the important questions like I th- and it's funny how she like she just starts to come to these realizations and she's like, "Are you covered in blood, Sam?" It's like and what does like, she know about him that we don't as the audience. And he's he's like, "Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, like everybody's covered in blood, but no, are you covered in blood?" Well, yeah, are you hurt, Sam? I, I don't I don't think so. So, are so you whose sh- blood is so it? So whose blood is it, Sam? <laughs> like she's really like kind of, she's kind of like using kid gloves to handle him through the situation. Yeah. To like, to kind of break the news to him that you might be the killer. <gasps> oh, that should dun, be the dun, title dun. of the movie. Uh, yeah, I love it too. I, I love too that she drops a Matt Cordell reference. I was just like, no shit. Oh what? Matt Cordell from Maniac Cop. You just did the same thing that the character did. Oh. Did he, does he say he's oh like, what? Who? Who? <laughs> She's like, Maniac Cop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, you know that when the writers drop a Maniac Cop reference, they're genre fans. So the second that I heard that, like the second that I heard that reference, I go, we're in good hands with this movie. <laughs> because the writers know their shit and they're big fans. So it's gonna be at the very least, you know, it's gonna be fun. Uh-huh. You know, they're they're they wrote this from a place of love. Yeah, and I and I was very appreciative of that. Um, I'm pretty sure they also dropped a basket case reference because she asked him something about um, uh, was that a formerly conjoined twin? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure it's a basket case reference. Mm-hmm. Um, there was so when they when they get into the movie. A lot of it's recap, right? So there's it's him on the phone talking to to Chuck, and then it's him telling the story of what happened at camp. Mm-hmm. And there's way too many characters that they give on screen prompts for yeah. to ever remember. Yeah. So I'm not going to bother, with the exception of 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 a couple people. You had um, Jamie, who's one of the main girls. 
mm-hmm. she ends up being a pretty important part. Uh, Imani, who is his ex girlfriend, mm-hmm. fucking smoking hot. All the, uh, I mean, like every every single girl in this movie is. Yeah, it's too bad it was a sci fi movie. It's too bad it was a sci fi movie, is all I'm going to say. What do you mean? <laughs> um, and then also you have Steve the Kayak King. Steve and the Kayak the, the, King. And the best part about him is that every time he's referenced, everyone's like, you know, Steve, the kayak king. The kayak king. <laughs> Even though <laughs> it's, it's ne- so funny. But it's also never kayaks. No, it's canoes. It's canoes. <laughs> he calls him Steve the Kayak King throughout the entire movie. And but it's canoes, man. And he makes it a point to tell everybody else at the camp, what are these kids? They're canoes. <laughs> um there's a couple other characters too, but like most of them don't really matter that much. Uh Brad. Yeah, Brad's a big one. Brad's yeah. a big one. Um, but it's yeah, it's mostly most of them are cannon fodder. Yeah, they're, oh they're yeah, just, they're just there to be murdered, and they're murdered splendiferously. Ooh, that's a that's a good word. <laughs> I like that. They're I murdered. Like that. They're murdered in in uh, for and especially like you said for a sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. This movie had some pretty pretty amazing kills it did yeah i was very very taken aback by how graphic this movie was one of my favorites was when he so this this movie uh the the, like the recap the um flashbacks are very non-linear yeah like it'll be it starts off it does a lot of um over overlays you know like where it'll be like so he starts off with uh by saying oh like so many counselors are dead and and then you'll see like a ticker up on the screen that says dead counselors colon 10 right or yep. six or whatever yep. and it doesn't it doesn't go from like one to ten it goes like you'll see the death of three and four and then you'll see the death of eight and then you'll see the death of one and two well and they do a good job of telling you you're going forward or backward in time right by showing like like uh like campers <clears throat> dead six and then it'll go five four three two one like it'll go right. backwards right and it kind of shows you the way the clock is turning because it's yeah. very non-linear and he, one of my favorites was when he comes up to the couple who were making out in the pool, mm-hmm. and the the guy's like, "Oh, what are you getting off on watching us or something, bro?" And he he runs up. He's got this. He's he's wearing. So spoiler alert: Sam is the killer. Yes, right. Because he ends up finding this mask, and the mask like a la Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah, the mask attaches to him. It even kind of looks like it does. the mask from yeah, the mask. It, it looks like a, the, the horror movie version of <laughs> the mask. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a cool looking mask too. Um, kind of cub, cub esque yes. too. Yes, very much so. Uh, not as cool as cub though. But uh, he, he he runs up and he's got this like ceremonial blade that's made out of the jaw bones of some animal and stuff like that. And he splits the guy down the middle of the head and explodes his head. And as he's recapping the story, it cuts back to Chuck just going, oh, you cut his head right in two? <laughs> and she's, that's like the most startled she gets during the entire retelling of the story. Like, oh, you split his head in two? And somebody's looking at her and she's like, oh, I'm helping my niece with her science project yeah, or yeah. something like that. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Her reactions to everything were gold. Like, like how she's appalled by it, but then also, like, not even bothered by it at all. Just super (laughs) interested. And it makes you kind of, like, it it made me, I don't know if it would make other people do this while they're watching this movie, but, like, it made me think, what if you called me and you started telling me this story? What would I do? You know? 
would I immediately call the cops or would I be like, okay, well, let's figure this thing out? No, I think you'd play along because you wouldn't believe it. Yeah. You wouldn't believe it. But she believes this. (laughs) She does, yeah. Right from the get. Yep. So so what, what would you do in that situation? Honestly, would you just like stop? Like, okay, I'm gonna call. I, I I'm gonna I'd, call the cops. I guess I'd help you bury a body. I think I've. I think <laughs> we we actually talked about this over the the weekend when we were uh, when we were camping this weekend. Like everybody deserves one no questions asked favor, right? Yeah. Like I call you up one night and I'm like, hey man, I need you here at this time. You got to help me do this. No questions asked. Uh-huh. Everybody deserves that one favor. I guess this would kind of be if oh, you, it fits. Yeah. If you called me one night and you're like, "Hey, man," and like, and like, we started to figure out the clues, and I start to go, "Hey, you might have just killed a bunch of people." No, I don't think <laughs> I don't think I'd call the cops right away. I'd see how it plays. Oh out. no, I I definitely want to see how it plays out, and then I would call the cops. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I love too that there's a lot of like uh, like just old motifs in this. Like the fact that, of course, it's the camp counselors. Mm. A fact, the fact that, of course, they're off the grid. Uh, the old sheriff isn't on duty or whatever, and he's like 76 years old, like a lot of the sheriffs in these horror movies. Like, Played by Keith David, by the way. Did yeah, you notice that? Yeah. yeah. Um, you don't ever see him, but the No, voice. you hear his voice. Yeah, like, I, I, I just kind of love that this is the scream of summer camp movies. Yeah. Where is the, the best ki- way is the best way to describe it? Where I have are the no, kids? I was trying to figure that out too. They're somewhere. They're just tucked it away doesn't, in their beds. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Actually, well, I guess it really doesn't because all the Friday movies, the kids are just sort of there. They're, and Jason never just, kills any kids. Yeah, they're Jason's just, a nice guy. They're he just absent kids. during all the. Yeah, I mean, why would he kill the kids? They're yeah. not the. They're not the bastards coiting while he's drowning. So I mean, they could be. <laughs> Suppose they could be, but that's a that's a different movie. Um it's not a movie I want to see either. No. Um yeah, I um I thought this movie was was kind of genius in a way. Like it, it was it was just fun. Like it was just made with love and you could tell it. It's it's funny because it's not I, I wouldn't even really call it a it's a horror comedy to a certain extent, but not like it wasn't like funny haha. It was more like it was more like the uh, the like the exhale out of your nose every once in a while. You just yeah. be you just be like, <laughs> 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 but that's not. I didn't chuckle. I it's, went. There, I, it's worth a chuckle. I went into it thinking it was going to be a straight up horror comedy, mm-hmm. right? Like a not like a not like a scary movie sure, type sure. horror comedy. But I just thought it was going to be funnier than it was. But it wasn't even it wasn't even really that funny and it wasn't scary either it was it was more just like it was it's kind of the way that i would describe like outside of the adventure aspect is kind of the way that i would describe like the goonies like i don't ever like just pure entertainment yeah i don't like gut bust laughing at the goonies but right. I, but it's fun right. i chuckle at it i do the little nose you know exhale like that's that's that kind of movie yeah like there there was a scene where like probably one of the scenes where i where i did the <laughs> like that was like he's he's running now there's a few people who have kind of caught on to the fact that sam's the killer and they're chasing him yeah and so he has now become the pursued so he ends up running to uh, a location by the pool and he like hides in by the showers and stuff or the dressing rooms or whatever it is and he's hiding in there and he's still talking to sam 
and he, they cut away to him telling the story of him murdering somebody, mm-hmm. which is violent and and gruesome. And then they cut back to him laying on his back with his feet up in the air, like just almost like a sixteen year old girl talking on the phone. Yeah, where he's just like, yeah, I, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just it's it's weird how it's weird how they do they because the entire time he is murdering people yeah right oh yeah but they make you feel they almost do a transition where at some point in the movie he becomes the hunted right well he's well he's very sympathetic so it makes sense that he would become the hunted. yeah it's not really it's 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 not really his fault actually it's not his fault in any way that this is happening except for the fact that he decided to tell the story yeah the story about the curse of the land and the mask and blah 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 but other than that he did everything that he could to avoid this happening like even to the point where when drew tells him oh we're, we're gonna go out and i'll see you at the grave blah 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 and then she finds the mask underground and he just goes just put it back like don't and she goes to put it on. He goes, no, don't put that on. And then she goes, okay, you put it on. Slams it on his face. Totally her fault. It was all her fault. <laughs> she was super hot, but just totally, she was the reason that everybody died. And and uh, so you're right. He was a sympathetic character. Yeah. So the fact that he ends up at some point becoming like the hunt, he, the hunted, is it 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 it, it makes sense in a way. You know who I wish they would have cast in this role, and it just dawns on me? Hmm. The guy that plays Charlie in uh, It's Always Sunny. <laughs> he would have been fantastic. Charlie Day. Yeah, Charlie Day. Yeah. He would have been fantastic in this role. Like, uh-huh. I don't know if I'm killing everybody here. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I would kill to see him in a role like this. I think it would be so funny. Um, and honestly, him and Allison Hannigan would be really fun to go Oh, off. yeah. They'd yeah. be a good riffing back and forth. Yeah, that'd be great. Um. Apparently, she did all of her, her lines in two days. Oh, really? Like, straight up two days, yeah. I mean, she's just walking around a video store was, the whole time. I was wondering, too, if you're part of the crew or whatever, uh, or part of the the, uh, the the cast, and like say you're the, the main guy, mm-hmm. and say, oh, cool, Allison Hannigan is going to be in this movie, and then you're never on set with her. Oh, yeah. Not even once. You yeah. probably never even met her. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, kind of shitty. Uh, there were times in the beginning of the movie where I was, like, I kind of thought... Like, is she, like, is her performance sort of wooden? Like, it almost seems like she's not into it. And then I realized her her character is, it's it's not so much that she wasn't into it. It was more so, like, her character was almost so used to how this goes mm-hmm. in movies that she was, she was almost unimpressed with what was happening. Kind of, yeah. She also, like, you kind of find out, too, like, in the back of the bookstore, she's got, like, all these books that she just kind of, like, <laughs> hid in the back, and they're all these spell books and everything else. And I couldn't help but think of myself. I couldn't help but think of, like, okay, now this is more like Willow from Buffy. You know, like, <laughs> like she's becoming the witch, looking at all, like, the supernatural <laughs> stuff and everything else. Like, I couldn't help but see that, too, there was, um, which I appreciated. There was a lot of funny shots, too, of, like, her... There would be something, uh, some some uh, sequence of events playing out on the camper's end, mm-hmm. and it, it'd be just like gruesome. And then you, it would just cut back to her on the phone, just kind of reacting to what she's hearing, like somebody having their head cut off or something. And she just, oh, <laughs> like <laughs> it's just it, it was it was it was funny, and like she's 
Like as far as uh, not physical comedy, but like just her her I like guess I guess, it's, I guess it's physical yeah. comedy, but like yeah, her reactions to what was going on on the other on the other line was uh, really fun to watch. Yeah, I did. You notice that they kind of gave away not not that the title to the movie doesn't kind of give away the movie as it is. Yeah. But did you notice the other giveaway that it was him the entire time? What's that? The coffee mug that she was drinking out of. Uh, her coffee mug says, "We all go mad a little bit, or oh. we all go mad a little bit sometimes, or however the cold is from Psycho." Yeah, 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 yeah. Or we all go a little bit mad sometimes, whatever it is. I'm like, okay, well, like, you read the cup and she's drinking it, like it's it says it right there. He he went mad. Yeah, <laughs> like, like they wasn't his fault, but he went mad. They did that. They peppered stuff in like that throughout the movie. Here's another reason why I watch stuff with um with uh, subtitles is like. Early on in the movie, when he thinks he's still running away from the killer, there was a, a song playing in the background at the video store that uh, the lyrics were like, um, "I thank God I'm I thank God I'm still alive" or something like that. Okay. So it was like it would it would line up with what was going on in the story, you know, just like little little subtle little subtle things like that that you sure, would miss sure. if you didn't have the because I wouldn't take like layers for the story. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't have noticed that had I not had the subtitles on, but I saw that and I was like, nobody said that. What the hell is that? And I was like, "Oh, it's the song playing in the, in the background. Oh, it's I thank God I'm or uh thank God I'm not dead yet." Something like is that. that. What it was? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's that's that's why I always watch with the subtitles on because you never know what kind of especially in a movie like this where like you said it's layered with all sorts of little easter eggs. Sure. You might not notice stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's the, between these two movies. That's another thing that they had very much in common. They're both made by clear lovers of the genre, yep. and they both had a lot of odes to other movies and this and that. I felt like this one was more successful in kind of putting those layers in there in in a way that was like cheeky, but not cheeky, but not like <laughs> rip offy. You know? Well, yeah, because this one I felt like uh, even even though the whole you know the like the meta uh the rules of horror kind of thing has been done before i felt like this one pulled off a completely original story sure um without stepping on the toes of everything that came before it still still being able to lift stuff from other horror movies sure without actually being like a, a direct well, ripoff it's not even lifting it so much as to where they were just tasteful and how they mentioned them yeah oh um, well yeah i mean you there know? was there was there was there was stuff that seemed like it was like straight up lifted but sure but but it, but it wasn't done in a way that was so overt though like the right, first right. movie like the straight like i said the very first kill that you see their original killer doing is ripped off of something else yeah. the very last kill almost is ripped off of something else right. like it's just like they they just made a lot of more in your face choices that I felt detracted more than they added. Whereas in this movie, they all felt perfectly at home because of the characters. It, it was just written better to where it didn't feel out of place. Right. If they're mentioning these things and paying tribute to these things without it interfering with this other the original story that they're telling. Right. I guess. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think um. Definitely out of the two movies, I think I like this one a hair more. I would, I would, I would recommend both for people. Yeah, that pe- people could definitely have fun with both. I think that I like this one more 
hair more than the first one. Actually, yeah, I like um, I like yeah. this movie. I I liked both of them, but I really really liked this one. I thought it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and just you know, f- for for any genre fan, for anybody who's a fan of slashers, for anybody who's a fan of these types of like meta meta horror movies where they're uh in homage to other horror movies like yeah. i think i think this one nails it out of the park yep i agree yeah i agree 100% plus the cast was great mm-hmm. yeah everything yeah. was really cool and fun it about was just this fun. movie it's yeah. just a, it's just it's a fun summer slasher movie mm-hmm. that's it turn your brain off pop some popcorn <laughs> right you know maybe mutually masturbate with somebody oh, i love that dude it's perfect i love that you it's mentioned perfect that perfect night that is the perfect night. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, we're going to finish watching Psycho Gorman, and we're going to do that right after we oh, get yeah. off the air here. So. We're going to finish watching this and finish each other. <laughs> Ooh, brains. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, I think that's it for this week. Uh, um, correct. I think... Uh, we already I th- said what we were doing next week. So be here for us with uh, special guest, the Buddy Good Film Podcast. Oh, for fuck's sake. And Josh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super looking forward to that. <laughs> it's going to be so awesome. Um, <laughs> all um, right. Because I will say this ahead of time, because people might not know where to find the movie we're watching if you want to watch it ahead of time. Not saying you should. But if you want to, oh, you definitely should. Uh, we are doing Zombie Apocalypse Redemption, <laughs> a movie that I have a producing credit on. I am in it for a very brief period of time, sharing the screen with Mr. Johnny Gel. Um, Fred Williamson's in it. Yeah, that's right. I produced a movie with fucking Fred Williamson in it, bitches. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's. I love the movie personally. Maybe that's just me. None of what Mike just said matters. No. The only thing that matters is there's a big fight in the kitchen. <laughs> there's a big fight in the kitchen, yes. <laughs> and you can uh, get on the action on Tubi. It is on Tubi. It's on Tubi? Yeah, dude. Really? Fuck yeah, it is. Oh, you made it, dude. <laughs> you fucking made it. God damn right. That's I good did. for you. I know. I'm really happy. I know. I'm re- I'm, I'm actually, share. I'm actually really happy. It well, except for it used to be on Netflix. No, it wasn't. Yeah, no, it was. no, it was never on Netflix. Wasn't it? No, never. I thought it was on one of the I bigger. Think it was on Amazon Prime for a little bit. Maybe. Hey, bro, that's. I mean, everything's on Amazon. That's big. That's big shit. Um, but yeah, uh, Anthology of Terror, the other movie we did, is also on Tubi. Oh, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. If anything, we should do that one and. Zombies, if you want to. Ah, Tiki dude stole my soul. We'll see. We'll figure it out. I, that one's not I, available I would anywhere. Watch, so. I would watch Anthology of Terror, though, also. Um, so, anyway, though, yeah. So, that's on Tubi, though. Uh, Zombie Apocalypse Redemption is the movie you're looking for. Uh, there is another movie called, there's two other movies called Zombie Apocalypse that are on Tubi as well. One is, technically speaking, the first movie in the series, but it's very loosely connected in, in that maybe it takes place in the same world and that's it. Um, and then the other one is starring Ving Rhames and has nothing to do with ours. Yeah, fuck that one. Yeah, but um, yeah, watch it. Uh, that's gonna. This is gonna be. I'm gonna be dropping some fucking knowledge bombs on this one because it's been 15 years since we've made it, so I can talk shit about it now, and it doesn't matter. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> so are you gonna talk shit about Fred Williamson? No, there's nothing to talk shit about. Yes, there is. Okay, I got some shit. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. <laughs>
Anyway, James, where can the good people find us? Well, the good people can find us before next week on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzkill Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzkill PC. You can find us on all major streaming sites. I don't know why I'm seeing this. Um, but uh, yeah, you've already found us. So this week, it is your duty to tell your neighbor's little brother. Neighbor's little Start brother. Start him young. Okay. Donovan. I'm coming for you, man. Done. <laughs> Done. He's not going to know what hit him. And also tell your great aunt, Psycho Gorman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then come back next week uh, and hear us talk about one of the finest feats in cinematic history. Yeah. It's quite the, it's quite the achievement in the cinematic arts. Oh, I, I will agree with you. I look forward to it. And I look forward to... I, I, oh, hey, I, I, I actually look forward to talking to Josh Entner next week. And come back next week and hang out on my birthday. Well, no, a, you're right. Fuck that. Okay. shit about that. You're right. All right. Till Cheers. next week. Cheers, boys. Adios. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>